Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with a nosh, Dan Black, aka Donsky, Black Abora, aka Donnie Kayfabe, aka Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling, aka Don Strowman, the Patreon Don, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy, a.k.a. the modern day goof. Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? Not changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. Raja! Coming at you like Cleopatra. Baby, baby. Gabba, gabba wee, gabba wee, yeah, yeah. The girl, she's mine. And, uh, uh, uh. <coughs> yeah. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your spicy satisfaction with all of our muy caliente, spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. Woo! I am fired up. Gee, I... When you got to the Aiden English part, I yeah. realized we have like we're like seventy percent of the way through the through the intro. Absolutely, I've been here for twelve years. And just keep it rolling. Hey, everybody! Thanks for coming back to this podcast. I mean, it's I mean, life is good, baby. Let me introduce the room to my front, as always. Nasty Newman in studio. How many? And we got, hey, hey, what the fuck was that? How about it? I mean, dude, I'm bringing the heat, and you're bringing the fucking freezing cold. What was that? How about it? Do you want to be on the show today or no? Yeah, of course I do. Give me the heat, baby. All right, introduce me again. To my front, Nasty Newman. How about it? Yes, that's right. Thank you, man. Yeah, sorry about People that. are driving to the Helgi shop right now. It's 6 a.m. You know what it is? It, yeah. You, you, you don't forget what it is like to defrost the front window. These people are out there defrosting. Yeah, I never defrost. And like, oh, I got the Helgi shop. The only thing here I look forward to is the voice of Nasty Newman. Yeah. And you're fucking, you're phoning it in. Now, when I when I worked at the Helgi shop, I didn't, I wasn't making sandwiches, Dan. I was sitting in the back. I was counting the money. I was... I was uh, doing financial transactions. Yeah, I know. We I know about we know about room. when you worked at that super lucrative hoagie shop. Anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, we got a special guest today. He's back, baby. You guys know him. This guy, no stranger to the show. You know him, Skyler, Pitch, Mister Perfect, Aston. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to the most must-listen to podcast in history. Welcome to Cow TV. Welcome to the most must-listen to podcast in history. Welcome to Cow TV. We've wow, come man. a long way, yeah. my friends. I think for a long time, listeners, listeners of the show, I, uh, you know, they'll be proud of your progress. Absolutely. Shocking <laughs> the system. Skylar, what is up? You are back in studio. Here you are. 
uh, 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 you're mid-shooting right now, crazy ex-girlfriend, and you carved out time to come into the studio and fucking tell us what's up. Yeah, I I just recorded a, a song and just came here, and then uh, we we found a nice uh, little gap. Wow, you want you want to hit us with a couple bars? No, that would be a <laughs> spoiler alert. All right, all right, all right. Maybe a little hall notes. All right. You're out of touch. Absolutely. I'm out of touch. So I was pretty much in the key. Wow, you sounded amazing right there. Someone would say I'm pitch Mr. Perfect. Absolutely. Hey. Okay, so anyway, hey, we got a couple of announcements before we get into all the spiciness because uh, there's a lot to cover this week. We're coming off the uh, the pay-per-view that shall not be named. Mm. I don't even know what you're talking about. Frown Jewel. The, the Frown Jewel, everyone. <laughs> it, the, a, gla- a global pay-per-view event. Okay, but a couple things. Remember, guys, on this show... We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. If you want to support the show, we know we are grassroots. And uh, I'm happy to say you guys are coming out in uh, in droves to, to, to support yeah. this podcast. And it's fucking awesome. Uh, we hit uh, 70 patrons, which was exciting. And because of that, I posted the cow. You know, we, uh, everyone knows about this. We got the coming up when we hit 100 patrons. We're going to have the eight hour nine to five. Spend your full work day with cow. The eight hour episode. You sit down at the huggy shop in the morning. <laughs> you press play on the episode and boom, one podcast all day. You're not jumping around. You're spending the day with us. OK, yeah. you might even have to split your paycheck with us, to be frank. Yeah, we're going to we're actually I think we're going to find out if our wax wings We'll hold up as we, we Icarus this fucking uh, this uh, podcast. Can we take flight? Who knows? Know. No one knows. Skyler, are you going to pop by the eight-hour app or what? I'll definitely make a stop by. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can you commit to six hours at least? I can commit to six minutes at least. <laughs> All right, we'll get you for six. Get you for a hot six minutes. Okay, but uh, uh, that that this, the uh, uh, the card, I'm going to call it, not the schedule, the card right. is posted on the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. You can listen to Comedians Wrestling Facebook at four in the morning. Under okay? his eye. Let's it be the fruit. Um, although I'm trying to explain these things more, we have a Facebook page. Yeah. On the Facebook page, the community, the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page, podcast, community page, is on Facebook. It's dope. All right. Said a bunch of stuff. Oof. Fired up. Yeah. A lot of caffeine just hit right to the dome. Commu- but, commutiny, you said. <laughs> this commutiny. <laughs> like a dual mutiny. All right, well, I need to. I need to commute. Shock the system. Uh, so anyway, we also hit eighty patrons, and Fast. that means that the yeah. new cow merchandise will be announced. Okay, we will be announcing the new cow merchandise next week on the podcast, and it comes along with the top secret cow video. Uh-huh. Okay, so this should be ready for next week. And you, But in the meantime, to all patrons, as a thank you, I am mailing out our cool new cow stickers. One sticker to every, any anyone who is a patron. Doesn't matter what you donate, just as a thank you mm-hmm. for supporting the show. Skyler, I'll give you a little sticker. What I got my sticker right here. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, great. Okay, so. you got to say, actually, the detail in the O, the, with the cat, it really is very cow-like. It's very uh, fur-like. Oh yes, very thank into you. it. Absolutely, we uh, we respect animals. Yeah, as a matter of fact, <laughs> no yeah. animals were harmed in the no making a- of this podcast or the sticker. 
Well, actually, I can't guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know, I don't know what a sticker's made out of. You know, of right all there. horse hoofs go into uh, the the glue, the sticky glue. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, we, uh, yeah, and um, <laughs> right now, also, guys, um, I posted a video of uh, some stand up about professional wrestling here as a special for election week. If you haven't seen it yet, you can check it out on. Uh, uh, it was posted in the Facebook page. Check it out on my Twitter at Dan Black Attack or on my Instagram. At Dan Black Attack, uh, and uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, and if you like it, share it. Um, a lot of marks have been reaching out to me, writing me cool messages, digging what it is. More clips to come. If you're new to the show, from that clip, I would just like to say, Bienvenidos. Welcome to this show. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 it's yeah, infringement on the nose. Absolutely, it's gonna get. And it's and just warning you. Just as a quick warning, if you're new to the show, it's gonna get spicy. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? Okay, so, oh, I'm not going to read our sponsor on the show. Good. We don't have a, we don't actually, we don't have a sponsor. Actually, actually Dan, we got a cash in from the sponsor that you, mm -hmm. you should probably play. I just got it this On afternoon. the cash in board? Yeah, I got it hours, hours ago. Uh, I have to play it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to play it. All right. Got, all right. This is, uh, well. All right. All right. Oh, shit. Oh, Danny, it's Adam Letterman, your legal champion, calling. You made a big mistake, Dan. You took my money. You agreed to read my commercial on your podcast. Last week, you stood on ceremony and refused to read my commercial. That puts you in violation of paragraph six of our agreement. And well, Dan, that's a big mistake. You don't violate an agreement with Adam Letterman. You don't violate a legal contract with your legal champion. So now, I got to sue you. When you take my money, you know what that means? That means I own you. That means I own your podcast. That means I own Newman. I own Anosh. You will read my commercial while you look Newman in the eyes and you tell him he's a little itty bitty kitty cat. And then you will turn around and you will let Anosh know that he sucks as an engineer. And you'll do it with a smile on your face because I own you and I own this podcast. And if you don't expect to get sued, bud, expect to get sued. Turn that off. That was a real 1980s gimmick. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, first off, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to be shaken down on my own podcast, okay? Listen, in this world, there's only a couple places where I'm anything. And this is might be the only place where I am something. And you're not going to come in here and threaten me. I'll hold the stronghold down. Come, sue me. Fucking sue me. Do it. Uh, you know, I, I, whatever. I mean, I'm not playing your head. He came after us, and I'm sticking to what I say. I think that he, truthfully, I'm going to have to look into it to get my lawyers on top of it. Uh, unfortunately, my lawyer was Adam Letterman. I'm going to find a different... <laughs> I'm going to find a different... Uh, uh, Skyler, you got a lawyer? Believe me, I got lawyers, Okay, buddy. unbelievable. Now I got big fucking oh. Hollywood lawyers. This guy's been in fucking motion pictures, okay? You think he doesn't have a better lawyer than your fucking lawyer? But is, Absolutely. But, but Skyler, is your lawyer top 40 ranked under 40 on LinkedIn? No, yeah. he's just Seth Rogen and Daniel Radcliffe's lawyer. Yeah, Boom! okay. Real clients. Absolutely. Because I'm going to talk to them. Because honestly, what I think is that I, I honestly think that 
He's in breach of contract, yeah. right, for coming on the show and and, uh, uh, and and slandering it, right? I mean, he's coming on here and knocking the host. How does that help his brand? I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm not a lawyer, okay? I'm a lowly wrestling podcast host, but I mean, and, and not to diminish my value, I'm good at it, but I don't know the, 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 the legality here, but I think, I think he's in breach. We'll have to talk to the lawyer. I think he's in breach of, of being... Uh Jabroni. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Jabroni code. Yeah. This is uh, slander and defamation. He's defamating look. Newman's good name, my good name. You know how good I push Spacebar? I'm not a bad engineer. Yeah. I push Spacebar with the it's best of them. All yeah, right? you, I mean, you're one of the best at Spacebar. This guy, he, you know how he, what he pushes the Spacebar with? His nose. Wow. <laughs> it's yeah. unbelievable. His nose. Yeah, his yeah, nose. His nose. His nose. Two hands free to do anything else. Activities. Yeah. Tons of stuff. But I think he's coming on here diminishing the product. I think there has to be some kind of you, legal uh, 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 reciprocal action. You bring up a good point, right? Like, he does need the product to be good for his uh, commercials to even mean anything, right? If nobody's listening to this podcast, what does it matter? And that brings me to a point. Adam, should have done your jurisprudence, my friend. You see, <laughs> you need us. If you weren't broadcast... Over the cow listeners, where would you be? No one would know about your law firm. No one would know about you. Shouldn't you even have his name in my mouth. I, Absolutely. The fact, uh, it gives me, it's like a bitter taste. Dude, we don't even need to talk about it anymore because we got the guy who negotiated Harry Potter's deals. I think. You understand? We, yeah. Right? You said Daniel Radcliffe, right? That's yeah. Harry Potter? Yep. I mean, imagine the deals this guy's went through, right? I mean, Daniel you know, Radcliffe. <laughs> I mean, Daniel Radcliffe. I just, I just sold a, a show to ABC. Absolutely. And that's saying thank you. And it's not even announced yet. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, it's well, okay. I mean, breaking news here first. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> But, but I got, I got, I literally have him negotiating a deal for me to be creator, writer, producer, star. That guy hungers for big deals. He's going to destroy you and disbar you, Adam. Right. Man. You think he'll take on our case? I know, you know, this is probably below his, his, no this is, um, maybe a pro for, bono. For, kind of for making the murder spoiler, the woman, Kathleen, the, yeah. the lawyer, she's actually, uh, he, he's the Kathleen of, of entertainment lawyers. He's Kathleen gonna, Zeller? He's going to, yeah, he's going to wow. take it on pro wow. bono. All right. So whatever. Listen, I'm done talking about the guy, yeah. but we'll, we'll talk after this because I, I don't think I'm in breach. No. I think what he, first off, and one thing besides the law, he breached uh, my trust and my friendship. And wow. so that, I don't appreciate that. Anyway, let's move on with, I'm sorry about that, guys. Let's get, you want to get on with the podcast today? Yes, yes. Okay, let's guys, because we had a bunch of other cash ins. And by the way, you can cash in, you leave a voicemail, and we'll play your opinion on this show. All you got to do, you leave us a voicemail at 316 <laughs> 2429 blow, blow my mind. mind. Gabooey. Uh anyway, so let's uh uh, uh let's let's dive right into it, okay? Yeah. You guys want to get into it? Let's burn it down. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, let's uh, you're right. Burn it down! Absolutely. I'll tell you what. What one thing I would like to say. Uh-huh. We gotta we gotta talk about the crown jewel. We have to. We gotta talk a little about it. Well, uh, you know, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch a second of the crown jewel at all. Uh, Skyler, did you watch any of the crown jewel? I saw like Triple H going over the rope there because it's just been on Twitter gift. Just right, like he, it's almost a, it's yeah. almost like news. Um, yeah, I heard what happened, but I just didn't want to support it. Yeah, because he got injured. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, Jabron's. Uh, 
whatever. What we're going to do is acknowledge what happened there as it affects storyline, and we're going to move on from the crown jewel. As people know, I protested watching it. I'm not going to watch any Saudi propaganda. I'm not even sure if there was any Saudi propaganda on it, but uh, I'm not going to watch that. Anyway, uh, cool. And um, so, we brought... Lesnar is the new universal champion again, okay? Setting up AJ versus Brock 2 at Survivor Series. Now, here's the deal. Uh, I I, uh, I got a lot to say when we move on to Raw about Brock being the champion, but let's just talk about it, the fact that it sets up AJ versus Brock, right? I had said on this podcast I didn't want Strowman to win the belt like this. I just, I, It's not the timing mm-hmm. for Strowman to win the belt. Strowman, as, as over as he is, as great as he is, to just... Win the belt off of uh, Roman Reigns getting cancer yeah. feels a little off. Mm-hmm. Right, so, especially there, too. Right. You don't want him to be crowned there. You only want him to hold up stupid green gimmick belts that don't even matter, that don't even see TV the next day. Yeah. But I got to say, man, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're grooming McIntyre and they're going to leapfrog Strowman again, but I mean, and Brock's lined up to do some UFC uh, gigs right. probably. So. I, I'm just wondering, like, they got to give Strowman the belt. They have to just do it or else he's going to become the big show so quickly. Like, he flips, you know, on a dime, and, and he's not there yet. Obviously, he's still right. a huge star, but he's just always a bridesmaid. The guy can't win. Yeah. I was at SummerSlam 2017, right. and, and, and the Barclays Center was dying for him to win. And when it looked, I mean, we were freaking, and then Brock won, you know? Um, so, and that's happened uh, multiple times. Yeah, so, that, I, I totally agree. I think this just wasn't the time, but one thing- Sure, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying just soon, like so soon. Yeah. This ties into, I'm, I'm going to move on to Raw, because I think you just hit on kind of like all my points, and I think this is the main crux of the main thing I want to cover today, which is, which is like Brock being the champion, okay? And I think- I think that, yes, Strowman needs to be champion. I think this wasn't the time. I do think that WWE, one of their biggest problems is what you're saying is capitalizing on wrestlers at the right moment. Right. Yes. Think about Rusev Day. Right. Yeah. So, 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 great, uh, uh, a couple great of example. It, now they don't always get it wrong. I'm just saying there are a couple times where it's like this guy is smoking hot. Strowman is a guy that they completely they missed. They missed the moment. It should have happened already. Doesn't mean he won't bounce back, but they definitely did miss the moment. You know, a couple times where they did get it right is uh, like Jinder Mahal. Is an mm-hmm. example like whether you like him or not, it was the t- like when he got the belt, everyone was like, "Oh, this is cool." He's like completely jacked up. He's back. It's lined up where it's like, who else is going to win it? It felt like a surprise. It was like, all right, this is a good time of year. Let him try this out, you know. Um, uh, but uh, uh, oh, I had a couple of examples. He held but, it a bit long, yeah. Mahal. No, but no, no, like, no. It wasn't know. successful. No, I'm talking about I the time when he got when he got the belt. No, it was I, like yeah, we my brother the only is time the biggest Jinder yeah. Mahal mark. He thinks yeah. he should always be. <laughs> it's pretty great. I think he's a little upset with the current gimmick, but it's an in between phase for him. Yeah. No. Um. Uh, uh. Shit. What was my other great example of this? Damn it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll talk. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. But so what I'm saying is. I think that that's the problem with Strowman is they miss that moment, but it doesn't mean you can't just shoehorn it, right? Mm-hmm. You can't. When the moment is right, you pounce, and if you don't, then it doesn't mean like, oh, we do it a little later. You need another moment. Right. Strowman's good enough. Well, he'll find it, but uh, uh, you know, uh, it's 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 a bummer. But so yeah. here here's the thing: when it comes to this crown jewel, I think Newman. This is something we talked about is that I feel like we got. This is like one of those pay-per-views where I kind of got worked mm-hmm. again. 
You know what I mean? Well, into thinking that it was going to be good. Yeah, where I go like, oh, every pay-per-view kind of matters. Right. Right? And I and I got into that mode where you're like, oh, shit, like, who are they, they got? Are they going to throw the belt on Strowman? You're like, no, actually, what they're going to do is just throw the belt back on Brock, mm-hmm. and then we're just back where we were. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. it doesn't really matter. It's like, we're just back where we were. We'll put it on Brock, and then obviously he's, look, clearly he's going to UFC. I mean, he looks great right now. You know when he's, like, completely in great shape, he's going back. But you're like, actually, the, the, it's it's a good move, because yeah. you're like, beating Brock is a big deal, and somebody can beat him. And I was like, I want to put it on Drew. I want to put it on Drew. But here's what I want to say about Raw this week. All this became clear to me. I was watching Raw. <laughs> I want you guys to hear this. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay, open your mouth. Uh, oh, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm sorry about you can't that. Take the not changing my lifestyle. You can okay, take the boy so, out of Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you can't take what I just put in your mouth. Out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, but, okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah. it got, it's getting swampy today. It's getting swampy. But this time is what I'm saying. It's watching Raw. As watching Raw, I'm actually feeling bored. I'm feeling like I'm not liking Raw. We actually had texted, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, uh, ah, it's just like not good. There's a vibe of this is not good. You know what I mean? Then when I got to the end, so I got to the end of Raw, okay? And I saw what happened at the ends of Raw, what well, end of Raw, which I'll talk about in a second. And then I thought back on Raw, and I actually started rewinding back through it. And I was like, actually, from a writing perspective, this was a fantastic Raw, okay? <laughs> so it's like memento? Absolutely. <laughs> No, and I'm going to tell you why. It's because I'm calling this Raw was like an Empire Strikes Back episode of oh, Raw. Oh, wow. Uh, think about it in the terms of this, right? The the crowd at Manchester was like hot, right? Yeah, they, were they, hot always, as they fuck. always are. Right. And and uh, by the way, London, uh, you've Raj Singh, uh, uh, Jabroniak, and Petroniak uh, was uh, on the ground. I think we got a cash from him that I'll play after this. And England deserves as many WWE shows as WWE sure, wants. Sure, they should to do multiple SummerSlams yeah. there. So, some, yeah. some fucking cities, uh, what, uh, Pittsburgh, they deserve no more matches. Right, right. right. They deserve no more events. Uh, and uh, and we throw every event that there's no audience response, we ship it off to Manchester. It'll give me a Liverpool. Dan, but Dan, don't you think Pittsburgh has suffered enough? Uh, oh, Are we going to take oh, wrestling okay. away from them too, Dan? Okay, listen, I got, I don't want to get into I, I got into Pittsburgh last week, okay? I, I don't want to get into it, I'm all right? Saying, yeah, I'm Maybe let him have wrestling. Okay, anyway. Let him, Brendan Dassey, let him <sighs> have wrestling. All right, hold on. We're here. Okay, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, no, <laughs> I'm saying, was, uh, so, the, but the bad guys won this whole episode, right? A lot happened. And you got to remember, this is historically, classically, a lull time for mm-hmm. professional wrestling. And I think, if you look at what happened here, there's some nice building happening that is going to pay bi- dividends going forward. In this episode, Lashley beat Finn Balor pretty much clean, okay? Mm-hmm. Ruby Riot who we've, has no character development ever, snapped Natalia's father's glasses in a moment on Raw that was one of the most eerie moments I can remember. It felt not exciting, but it was like dead silent. Yeah. The announcers almost said nothing. It was like an the injury. crowd was like hurt by it. It was right. It was like an injury. Yeah. It, exactly. Great call, Newman. It was like an injury. And you're like, oh, this wasn't exciting. But actually, they're bu- finally building up Ruby Riot. We're building up Lashley as a credible threat, okay? Baron Corbin was escaping Strowman's grasp the whole time, right? Alexa Bliss is the captain of Women's Raw. The, the, the heels are in control of the entire show. AOP beat us Rollins by himself, 
for the belt, and then Dean Ambrose came out and dirty deeds them. Yeah. Right? Like, all the good guys are in complete despair. Except Nia for Apollo Cruz. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it's a, there, there's a Apollo couple Cruz. of, there's a, there are a couple of uh, exceptions, obviously. It's a three-hour program. But uh, Nia and Tamina has started their heel run, right? Which no one cared about. But right. I'm saying, uh, 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 and, and most importantly, this episode built up Drew McIntyre in an amazing yeah. way. And this is where I say I got worked because Drew McIntyre, I was like, he should win the belt. They should shoehorn him in. And I was like, no, this is better. Give the belt back to Brock and let's build Drew as an absolute monster. Yes. And then when we see Drew get near Brock, you're going to be excited uh -huh. because whether you like it or not, Marks, Brock Lesnar <laughs> is magic. Brock Lesnar. It's a problem that he has the belt. They already took it off him, but Roman Reigns got sick. Yeah, You know what I mean? So we need beating Brock Lesnar, if he's willing to come back, will make Drew look amazing. Mm -hmm. You know? So, but do you think that's how they're going to book it? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the next part. Is that? But I'm saying building up Drew, what build him up is Drew wrestled Kurt Angle. Yeah. Angle slammed him. And, and ankle locked him. Tapped him out to the ankle lock, completely demoralizing one of the top professional wrestlers of all time. Hall of Famer. And we know that's a really exclusive Hall yeah. of Fame. Oh, it's Everybody true. knows. Oh, it's true. Oh, it's true. It's, it's damn true. It's Drew. It's true. Oh, it's Drew. He should say that. Hey, guys. But these are free. Wow. These are free. Yeah. Mole. <laughs> Who is me? Do your work. So here, okay. So the, the, Skyler just held a mirror up. <laughs> guys, I'm fired up. I can't hear your jokes. I'm so fucking fired. It's okay, okay. Listen, Drew McIntyre. The listeners heard it. Yeah, Drew, yeah. You know, it was fantastic. You guys are. Fa I, I love you guys. <laughs> That's why I gave you a sticker. You think I just give a sticker to anybody? No, only people who pay for them. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and people you oh, like. Absolutely. Or, uh, uh, or people who watch the rundown with me. But uh, listen, what I what I'm saying is, is that Drew McIntyre. The only way to get him over is for him to be like just scary as fuck. Like no comedy from this guy. Yeah. No comedy. This guy is an absolute killer. Mm -hmm. You know? And what he did to what he did to Kurt Angle is what like Baron Corbin's whole fucking gimmick is, right? Like all these guys were like, I'm the this. But this guy's an actually guy who can pull off this gimmick. Lashley's gimmick. All these guys, Rusev out of time, where they're like, we're unbeatable, we're just tough. But Drew can, I think, do this. Yeah. He's he could be like a tree. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple things at play here where, like, uh, storyline-wise, uh, there's what you just mentioned. And then in like a sort of a meta sense, the fact that Roman Reigns is gone right, uh, is like, it adds, and I don't even know if they're going to factor this in because I don't trust them to, but, like, the fact that Roman's gone creates the conditions for the bad guys to just take over do, everything. Do you feel, and, and, and yeah. you're right, and I, and I forgot to say, like, Roman, yeah, Roman has cancer. He literally has cancer. Yes. Do you, don't you feel that, like, I, a I, I, not to diminish the yeah. uh, cancer by ca to comparing it to Star Wars, but don't you feel the, the, the weirdness? Yes. And I think this time of year helps. It's starting to get, like, a little cold, right? <laughs> like, everything, it's all factor, filtering in where, and, I, and look, I'm not giving WWE all this credit. But I'm saying, look, all these heels are taking over. All, they're all taking over with no McMahons. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh -huh, not yeah. Triple H, not Stephanie. They're not relying on that. Shane on SmackDown, but I'm saying on Raw. I'm talking about Raw specifically. They're building up the, the bad guy arsenal. Well, you got uh, Alexa Bliss as a, uh, you know, which, by the way, a great role for Alexa Bliss is a not like a GM type role. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's like, great, it's something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, okay. 
So I, I actually thought from a remember from a writing perspective, I think they're doing some really nice work here. Yeah. Okay. Now, the problem <laughs> here's the problem with it is that we don't care about a lot of these characters. <laughs> like that's the problem. It's like, but I like what they're doing in theory. But Baron Corbin as the GM, like every time's on screen, like I don't care. Mm. I don't like. I don't know. How do you feel about Baron Corbin? I think it's like he is good at getting like heel heat, I guess. But you're not vested in him like the McMahons. That's why they always resort back to the McMahons yeah. because you you hate them. You actually do Corbin. You kind of hate, but in a way where you're like, I'm also not entertained by you. They also didn't do him any favors by like making him the constable and so subservient to Stephanie. Right. Like he's he's the he's the substitute teacher. Right. So it's tough for him to like leverage. Power uh, and you know they don't put him over that much. Uh, his heel gimmick, if anything, he cheats to win. And, and uh, you know, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he's gonna get better. Uh, I think that he is hitting a stride just in the last like two episodes of Raw. And I would, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and see where that develops. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he just has to shake off his his like sort of he has residual jabroni from being Baron Corbin. Yeah. Right. He's he's not in his prime yet. I mean, right. in, in these WWE years. I mean, but he, but I mean, he looks good. I know that's weird, but like you know, I think he's got to lose the vest and that stuff. But I mean, right. he's getting good booking as far as just like me. Like uh, to be completely honest, like knowing the guy and knowing his journey, and we all watched him in NXT and that even that reality show where you know he was like breaking ground. Yeah, yeah. breaking ground exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, like you know, it would be nice to see him hit that next level. And uh, but they obviously have faith. In him, mm -hmm. right? But it, it, it yeah. I mean, I, they have faith in him. I mean, it's a big spot for Baron Corbin. He's basically running Monday Night Raw, yeah. you know. Uh, and they got Shane on running uh, SmackDown, you know, kind of. So it's like, I, I don't think he's pulling it off per se. But you got to remember, like, we got to give these guys these shots. They can't be relying on these commands yeah, forever. I think Baron is gonna. I think he's eventually gonna make a transition into like. Uh, the office like making like being the actual general manager because they teased it a little bit and he just seems personality wise like the the guy that plays him right. seems like the kind of guy who if he could like triple h esque you know kind of get his way into the office because it's just it's best for business you know it's easier yeah, I mean, it's easier and it's a lot more long term you're not getting right. beat up i think a big problem is kind of like and this is gonna bleed into my next thing which is it's a little bit uh Anything that's not wrestling related, the stakes of it are like a little undefined or whatever. You're like Baron Corbin, you're like, okay, well, what is your exact title here? And like, right. do you get bonuses for doing certain things? Are you vying for Stephanie's affection? But then Stephanie's not there really. And then they're in and out of that where you're like, they're like, Kurt Angle was, he was on vacation. Remember that? And you're like, yeah. right, right. Like, right. It, right. It all, it's all a little like slapped together, but it's the spine of Monday Night Raw. So right. it, that's what makes it so sloppy. It, it lacks point of view, and right. then so does the booking. Because he, he, the person, you're like, what is in it for him? What is he? I mean, when he was really on the nose was when he was, you know, having the matches with Roman, and then he would halfway through the match call it a non DQ match. Right. I mean, that's when he was being clever and and, right. and actually having a view with it. 
Yeah, and I love that. But I would also kind of like a little more about it. So you say, like, what is the organization WWE? Like, yeah. And what do you have to gain? Like, you know, like purse. I'm saying when they mentioned purse, I, I always think money is a big thing to bring in. I'm like, money is the ultimate stake. It's really truthful. It's honest. And we see honesty work. I'm like, I don't need to see exact dollars and cents. I'm not saying, like, let's, even though they do contract signings, yeah. but I'm like, if you had a match where you're like the winner wins a million dollars or something, right. and that factors into kayfabe, you're like now this now this character is rich, right? You know what I mean? Like they, but they don't have they don't have any continuity like that. It's yeah. all it's all. So you're like Barry Corbin. His thing is like, does he want a title shot? What is what are his goals? Is like uh, it wasn't like oh I couldn't win so I did this. He sold out. Like Rollins sold out, but he was going for the championship. He was an active competitor. What is Corbin going for? Like, what is his deal? He's just a generic, I'm bad. Yeah, but, well, that's what I mean. Like, it, it's maybe they could just go the route of, like, he's trying to be, I'm, give, I'm giving this to them. They're not making this explicit, but it's like he's trying to be an office guy. Right. You know, he's above the ring. He doesn't need to be a competitor. He wants to run the show. But they're not really saying that. Right. And I think, uh, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think th- this is what we always get into. Now we're in Survivor Series zone. And this is where stakes are the big issue. Mm-hmm. Why are we supposed to care about Raw versus SmackDown? It's what we say every single year. Yeah. Now, they're getting it right in Becky Ronda. When they talk about Becky Ronda, it's it's we like they, we're not even talking about what show they're on. Right. Right. You know what I mean? But Who cares? Seth, but Seth Rollins, Shinsuke, while it's like, oh, wow, what a matchup. Right. I mean, really, what's where's the compelling nature at all in that? Right. It's just... It's just hopefully they put on a good match. Right. Uh, Their chemistry is good. Yeah, I didn't even know. Is it the IC belt and the US belt? Are we now making those equal? No, they never do title for title, man. They don't do that. So it's just there. So it's like mid card belt, first mid card belt, main event belt, first main event belt, you know, and and, uh, tag teams versus tag teams. And and then just like it's a show. It's like a cool (laughs) house show. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, like being on the Raw SmackDown team is, is like, I mean, so, okay. Here's what I'll say though. Uh, again, I think they're actually doing some nice work, some clever work storyline wise. Obviously, we don't care about the matches, but we care about the characters and how they're affected by this match, right? Like they made Miz and Daniel Bryan co uh, captains. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. This makes this match me. I, was, I thought it was brilliant, to be honest. I was like, that's a great idea. Actually, in the whole SmackDown episode, they're getting along. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That was great. Yeah, because we're always like, how are we going to tether their, you know, their rivalry for so long if yeah. we want like a mania match for the belt, ideally? I don't know if maybe that's lost steam, but like, this is an interesting they way. They seem to be headed there still. Yeah, right. So yeah. you're like, you know, or maybe Rumble, I don't know. But either way, you know, that, that's, that's definitely a, a world where you're like, okay, well, maybe this is how we. You know, tie the right. Tie we don't care about the match, but we care about the character and feud development because right. we know again we're not getting worked on this pay per view that it matters. <laughs> right. right. This is when we know it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Right. right. So because of that, we're like, all right, well, why don't we just use this match to advance other storylines, right? Uh, which they kind of did. They had like an angle Triple H like push each other last year in mm-hmm. it, um, and so yeah, but. Then they also had Charlotte be like, hey, do you want to be the captain? She's like, I'm not the woman for the job. And you're like, oh, as a character, you're like, you feel defeated because Becky beat you. So you're like, oh, okay, let's have some internal struggle in this match. Like, uh, I think that's a cool idea to make it like, oh, well, this is a symbolic match that happens every year. It's like, uh, 
the family reunion or whatever. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Where you're like, well, we we all, you know, every every November we all go to the old Survivor Series match. <laughs> we all eat a pumpkin <laughs> raw. Yeah, yeah, it's a tradition. And like, yeah, no, it don't matter who wins the match, <laughs> but whatever. But it's in L.A. Absolutely, it's in L.A. We fly out to L.A. Have a good old picnic. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That, that, that like was my agent, I guess. That was my agent. Yeah, me, yeah, me and my pops go to the go to the Renaissance fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> slow chemical that is. <laughs> oh, guys, Kane just lit us on fire and bounced. Okay. Uh, cool. So, I mean, look, I jumped around and I covered a lot, but it was interesting because I felt super. When I was watching these shows, mainly Raw, Raw was like a snooze, and I was getting texts from negative texts from everybody, yeah. <laughs> just being like, "Oof, this is rough." Yeah, I was one of those people, but now I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, you I, don't have yeah. to. You don't have to agree. I think that you have like the take you have is dead on. It's right on the nail. Absolutely. This is uh, why I have you here, just right. to completely <laughs> blow my, smoke up my ass. Yeah. My one question is this, yeah. like. McIntyre, I know he's a clear heel now. Do you think there's a world? I mean, if he's chasing Brock, who's always supposed to be a heel. Right. Do you see a world where we actually root for him, not the way we root for Seth Rollins, but, you know, he's still technically a heel and it's heel versus heel, but it's a little more face where we want him to get the belt back on Raw. I mean, isn't that always like the conceit with Brock? Mm. You know, as a heel, we're just like, ugh, because like now it won't be on Raw. Yeah. You know? You said, yeah, I mean. I wonder though if... Is is Brock just a heel to the Smarks, and then there's right. like the Marks. He's the face because everyone, you know what I mean. They all cheer, but yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, maybe Brock is uh, face in a way. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, he just beat Braun. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it even matters. Yeah, I think that's I true. actually. I actually. What I think is fucking awesome about it is that I was thinking about that and I was like, because Drew had a moment on Raw where he almost kind of turned face for a second, right? Right, where he like picked up Balor and he was like, all right, let me dust you off, Balor. But then he was like, all right, you're getting Claymore, uh, right. which with a weird Irish whip. Push Irish whip, <laughs> like yeah. he pushed me through up. Anyway. I mean, that's great. If, yeah. if, if Drew McIntyre pushed me, the yeah. last thing I expect is that he's going to leave his feet and kick me in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it because when he was holding, I was like, "Is he going to clothesline him?" I was like, "I always think the clothesline's kind of lame." Yeah. You know, like the the turn clothesline. Right. I'm always like, "Give him, give him something like worse." You know, but then he, did, I didn't expect that push in the it was a little a, slingshot. You yeah, know? I was like, I'm, "Here you go, I'll back you up and yeah. then I'll kick you right in the face." It was yeah, great. Yeah. I had a ton of momentum. I'm six foot eight. Don't worry about. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think that was cool. But that for a second, I was like, oh, maybe they're turning him face to face Brock. Because I'm like, Brock's a heel, I guess. But then I was like, oh, no. And then and they're like, it doesn't matter. Anyone can face Brock. You right. know, like it Brock is Brock is the final boss, right? Of <laughs> yeah. a video game. It's just like it, it, when you face him, it doesn't matter your allegiance, you know, right. and a lie. You're trying to everyone it's almost like um hey guys, here's a reference for you. You ever seen Ready Player One? Yes. You ever seen that piece of crap movie? Yes. Um great concept, by the way. I imagine the book is great, but that movie, oof, first ten minutes of that movie, I was like, This is what a great idea. This is so cool. And then it immediately gets horrible. Yeah. Anyway, well, the book is the I just the it's so it's so nerdy that I can't the nerd culture is just like oozing off of the page. Oh come on, get nerds are dope. Anyway, so uh, 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 yeah, but something in that movie, they're all vying for the same object, right? right? They all it's all Wonka factory, right? It's like Baruch Assault yeah. is going for the same golden ticket that Charlie is, right? So they're all. Power to the Caribbean, too. Uh, right, right. They yeah. all want the same thing. So it's kind of like that. It's like Brock. He's the, he's just the guy who's got the the ring. Yeah. 
So you're trying to win the belt. So it's almost like Drew is the bad guy. He's the guy you weren't rooting for the whole story, but too bad. He got to the tower first. Right. So he gets his shot. But when you see Brock, for, I mean, Brock, I think Drew should fucking run through Brock. Yes. Why not? Squash him. Because because then Brock, what Brock needs is he he needs unfinished business. It worked for the Goldberg story. It was a little goofy because Goldberg's eighty years old, <laughs> you know what I mean? And 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 a Jewish guy uh, uh, like myself. Hello. That that match looked like two like two cops like fighting <laughs> in like a precinct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two <laughs> one yeah. Just one. two highway patrolmen just like duking it out. Yeah. Uh, they're they're fighting over who got the bust. Uh, I, I busted him first. <laughs> You're like, you know, you came down the road. I was coming out the back. A proper pullover is from the behind. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, so yo, so that's what I'm saying. Drew, I think he, uh, Drew is uh, Drew is just. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah. Stallion now. Yeah. Top, uh, no, just, not I mean, now. just a just not a, now though. Not now, but. It, next, his time is next, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. now. I think they were right, and I love that WWE still works me. That I was like, gotta give it to Drew. Oh no, they're not. all right. They're gonna get back to Brock, and and everyone. It's amazing. Everyone is texting me like, this is horrible. Mm. Oh, Brock's a champion again. But if they give it to Drew at uh, very soon, that's dope. You had to know that Brock was getting the belt back. All right, now how did uh, at, well. Because uh, even, they weren't getting it to Strowman. I thought they might schmaz it up. No, there's no way that it was Strowman was getting it. The fact that, I mean, just for so many reasons. One, because it came from Roman getting sick. Two, if Roman gets better, or when Roman gets better, he comes back, it, they wouldn't bury Strowman like that, having Roman come back and get the belt off of him. They would do that to Brock, probably, to right. for the story. There's just so many angles where it was never going to go to Strowman. It was always going to be Brock. Yeah, so uh, that's all I'm saying. Absolutely, yeah. I, I'm 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 happy Brock has the belt. Yeah. Over where it, does all this fantasy booking leave Braun though? By the way, assuming well, that like they don't do uh, McIntyre of uh, Lesnar, and we finally think we're gonna get it, and then Lesnar f fives him four times, and we're yeah, just like, so, oh god. So yeah. that brings me to a point which we said earlier that I wanted to say, guys, you got me off track. No, is uh is about timing. Is that WB has this amazing opportunity for this timing? I see a great build. I see them like I'm saying. I think it's amazing they work to me where I'm like, oh, this actually sets up Drew better than I expected it, you know, but there's a chance they don't, they either, that's their plan for Drew and they don't pounce, which notoriously they're always changing it, and or they actually just have a completely different plan that I'm getting worked on and I'm just yeah. trying to see, uh, I'm just trying to see, give them the benefit of the doubt, but this ties into my next point, which is AJ Brock. Is that like, is Brock beating AJ again? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Clean? Uh, I don't know. Uh, AJ has like a history of like shitty finishes, right? Like his foot gets stuck in something, or like there's always like a thing, right? That happens. Um, they could set up their next uh, Survivor Series, you know, feud if someone if someone uh, not schmazes it up, but you know, helps. Yeah, Brock. just sort of always assume. I always just assume they're going to do the less interesting option. Yeah, they just see Brock as such a main eventer, and and AJ is like a. I mean, he's the champ, obviously, but he never headlines. I mean, right. that when who is it, Miz or someone just like ripped up a part about that? That you're always like the fifth match on the card. It's true, though. Yeah, that's why I was so like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, I, I mean, last year how that oh, I don't even remember that match, but it was dope. AJ. Brock caught AJ, right, in like a straight up off of a, like a going for a phenomenal forearm, oh, like yeah. caught him in a fireman's carry off yeah. of that, right? Yeah. Fuck me. Do you think about how hard that is to do? 
<laughs> like I mean, AJ looks small in professional wrestling, but in real life, I mean, what do you think? He's two hundred pounds, yeah, right? Two twenty. He probably he probably weighs two hundred, two hundred five. No, he's beefy. No. 200, 205? He's yeah, also not 205. six foot. He's like my height. He yeah, no, he definitely yeah. weighs 205. But it's because he's like he's lean. I, I, he can't weigh a 220. 220. You can't be like 5'9", 220 and look like... He's not 5'9". Yeah, I think he is. He's, he's like 5'10". Like 5'10"? Yeah. He's not big. He's small. Where to confirm this? Yeah, look, Proceed. Well, yeah, you're gonna I'm going to go to the Vince McMahon Wikipedia page. Oh, my God. Here, he's right here. He's 6'9", he's, he's 350. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's Shaq. On there, he's unbelievably big. All right, guys, we got to get a combined weight of 440 pounds. So, I mean, because I'm saying if AJ beats Brock there and they're like, oh, we want to build up Brock, which I, I can't see AJ beating Brock. I imagine that match will be schmozzy, but that's a bummer. It's a bummer. Survivor Series having a schmoz finish is fucking sucks because you're like, Champ versus champ, and you're like, let's see who's 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 the boss, you know. Mm-hmm. But for AJ to lose two years in a row, are they going to do that? I feel like, and AJ beating Brock is, I don't know, it's not best for business. You don't think? It doesn't matter. It's just an exhibition match. It's not for. It's just for well, bragging then how rights. How does the Drew McIntyre win mean a lot when AJ just did it? I mean, I don't uh, know. Yeah, AJ's, point. I think, older than Brock. You know what I mean? It's not like a young, right. up and coming guy like Drew. You know, Drew is like 32 years old if or something. I, if I had to put my money, I would just say Brock wins maybe clean. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, yeah. And, probably and they have a great match. AJ gives him even more of a run for his money this right. year. Like cuts him down. Decides, or, or AJ wins by like hitting him with something. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. Or I, I don't know. I think no, Brock, you know Brock, what? Brock the, will win that match. That's what they're going to do. They're going to do NXT booking on it where they'll make AJ look strong as fuck, right. but he's going to lose. Right. That's it. Which kind of what they did last year, but yeah. they could just go even, even more so, even yeah. go further. Where like, yeah, um, cool because it's cool. AJ, I'm just saying these guys. I didn't expect to see AJ Brock at all. Two two champs first, the same match repeated at Survivor Series. It makes the belts feel more important that yeah. you have the same champions, even though people argue there's a holding pattern there. You know. Also, was he not a replacement for the first one? Wasn't that a quick? One wasn't that uh, uh, that week he it was going to be Jinder, Jinder Mahal, Rock. yeah, yeah, the Beastmaster is what uh, he had cut the Beastmaster promo where Jinder Hall's like, I am the Beastmaster, I'll tame the beast, yeah. and then on SmackDown they like randomly gave AJ a title shot, <laughs> right? And AJ, AJ won in like Canada or yeah, something, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We, uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> I yeah, 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 all right. I can't say what I was going to say because I I had some. Anyway, all right, uh, uh, let's get into the fucking elephant in the room, fellas. Oh, my God. Which is, just so you know, the best wrestler in the world is Shane McMahon. (laughs) Shane McMahon is the World Cup winner. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Okay. Oh, no. Yo, every... I didn't even... Alex Newman Jones. Alex Jones. People were saying that there was a weird... yeah, conspiracy no. is the word you're looking no, for. I wasn't going to say conspiracy. I got all the papers right here. I talked to all the hot yeah, top I, officials. Honestly, what is that, like 5,000 papers? These are printouts from the internet. I go on the internet and I print out news stories and I read them. I spread them out on my coffee table. Oh, okay. Because that's all you're doing nowadays? Yeah, I just I have a lot of time to kick back and relax now that I've been deplatformed and I <laughs> yeah. can't go on the internet anymore. Okay, okay. Look, uh, I was about to talk about Shane McMahon. You have something yep. to say about this? Shane McMahon. What you saw at Crown Jewel was the product of demonic high-tech tyranny at the hands of the New World Order. Like the faction the New what? World no. Order? No, no, the, yeah, like Hogan? Look, okay, how much time you got? Uh, not, not, not a lot. Not. All right. In 1913, Bretton okay. Woods, the 
top capitalists of the world all met, and they decided they were going to form a unified banking system. And that banking system ushered in a new uh, world of financial dominance known as the New World Order. Okay, all right. This okay, sounds okay. extremely... I'm not going to say it, but I don't like I don't like where this is heading. And how does this... How man, does this how relate does it all to Shane McMahon? Look, okay, look, I'm getting there, all right? I'm not completely crazy. Okay, I, don't, well, I beg to differ, I but disagree, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are satanic elites using selective breeding to make them a, a, a powerful race of warriors. And Shane McMahon is a product of that breeding. Okay, well, hey, wait, wait, wait. He's wait, not what, the son like, of Vince McMahon? No, well, yes, he is, but he was grown in a lab. Okay. By so, warriors? No, he was... The New World Order has All been right. selectively breeding people uh, to make a new race, and Shane McMahon is a representative of that race. And what we're seeing is because the New World, the Illuminati pushes their agenda through WWE, we're seeing them predictively program us to get ready for this new master race of Shane McMahon. Okay, so they're making an army of Shane McMahon. Okay, okay, wait, okay, so that's why Shane won the World Cup. So yes. was Miz actually injured? Miz is a double operative. He actually works for MI6. No, Look, that's, I got the papers no, no, right He's here. just in a movie called Marine what? 6. Yeah. Marine no, 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 he's a Marine and he's working for... Wait, you say he's a British spy? No, you're telling me it's a movie? Yeah. Yeah. Becky Emma. Lynch and Shawn Michaels, you have them involved in the conspiracy as well? Wait, hang on. Let me check my printouts here. Oh, all right. This is an IMDb page. I guess I printed it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you got to take I mean, a hike with that. Yeah, all I right. mean, it's ridiculous. All right, so, okay, well, look, I can't... I can't... Look, even a broken clock is wrong most of the time, all right? Look... Well, I think all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's... A, uh, no, it's right... No, what you mean to say is it's right... <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, no, that's not what it is. It's a broken clock is right once, twice a day. Because it's the, so that right... It's that... Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what... No, I'm wrong. What you said. You're. Oh my God, I hate you. Look, listen. Okay, I I have to ask you one question. Okay, because yeah. if you're here, you're here. Okay. Yeah. So what what was the reasoning for Shane McMahon to win the World Cup? The winner of the World Cup was declared the best in the world. Yes. Right. The New World Order is making a master race of Shane McMahon's, okay. and they're the best in the world. Okay, all and right. And what we're seeing on the airwaves is predictive programming. Right, okay. And you they're told making me it normal for there to be an army of Shane McMahon. Soon you're going to go to Gelson's, and Shane McMahon's going to be checking you out. <laughs> Shane McMahon's going to be taking your your your, 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 your like groceries. Like a clone army. Yes, like a clone like an army of Shane McMahon's. Okay. I think you've been watching too much Westworld, yeah, Alex. What? Newman Jones. Westworld, the documentary on HBO? <laughs> no, no, it's not a documentary. It's a horrible television show. My least favorite show ever made. Listen, uh, okay, you know, uh, let me ask you one last question before you go. You All said right. you, I heard you rumbling something online you said that kevin owens didn't really get knee surgery no no you see what happened was kevin well he did get knee surgery don't that's fake news dan yeah. he did get knee surgery but why he got knee surgery was because his the knees that he has are actually pig knees and his his body was rejecting his patellas that they took out of a pig that was grown under Montauk. Are you, getting yeah, are you, you okay? <laughs> you always talk about pigs under Montauk. You think Kevin Owens... That's the crux of all this. <laughs> yeah, okay, alright. They you have know. gay pigs under Montauk. <laughs> okay, all right. How do you even know they're gay? <laughs> yeah. I talk to the, high, the, the up top officials, they're trying to make our pigs gay. Right. Then you eat the gay bacon and you become gay. <laughs> okay, let me ask you one last question because you're here, okay? I'm not insane! No, no, no. Uh, okay. You're uh, talking uh, about gay bacon, man. Uh, unbelievable. Not uh, clay uh, 
Aiken. What is, is there, Aiken. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Not Clay Aiken. Uh, do you have any plan? Do you know if WWE, because this is something I'm curious about, and while you're here, I might as well get the info, right? Sure, sure. Like, do, you, do you have any, do you know if WWE has plans to make Drew McIntyre the next champion? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, okay, the thing you gotta understand about Drew McIntyre is that he's actually a cyborg. When they say okay. he's the sweeter psychopath, or whatever he is, not the sweetest, the Scottish <laughs> psychopath, yeah. the sweeter psychopath is Julian Assange. Yeah, okay. Free Julian! Yeah, okay, okay, right. yeah, yeah, okay, you gotta go, you gotta go. All right, well, okay. I'm gonna hang out, I heard there's 10 degrees coming later, <laughs> yeah, I haven't yeah, eaten no, in okay. over a week. Okay, yeah, you're looking trim for you, okay. I'm very sick. Okay, all right, which is still But heavy. not in the head. Okay, all right, get out of here, get out of here. Okay, Jesus. Oh no, I'm sorry, uh, Skyler. I'm sorry about that. It's this, fine. That yeah. guy. I mean, <laughs> that guy's out of touch. I mean, uh, <laughs> and when it comes to him, we're okay. I never know how those are set up. <laughs> I never get those right. Okay, cool. So let's get into. Let's talk about Becky Ronda. Okay, mm-hmm. so I thought this was. A bad promo by Ronda this week. I don't know if you guys dug it or not. A little wonky. The pacing was. She was like walking around. I I also don't like how she was like. You were a stewardess. Well, she was. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah, Becky. I mean, I imagine that stuff was true, right? That's that's kind of a heel promo. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I what I didn't like about this promo, and she did say it. But what didn't work about this is when she was angry. By the way, the delivery also was off. Just in pure performance-wise, she was stiff. She was in her head. She was way better than the Nikki Bella ones. It's just, look, it's a learning experience for her. She's not used to this. So she will get better. She will grow from it. It's forgivable, right? Mm-hmm. And um, But the problem with the performance here and the writing, okay, on an episode that I declared the Empire Strikes Back of Monday Night Ross, <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay? Uh, we called set what Monday Night Raw Strikes Back. Okay. Anyway, this is this is if if it, this is the Empire Strikes Back, then this is just like one of the many shots of like somebody looking out a window, in 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 you know it's just like a boring just like, in boredom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is boredom. Yeah, looking out a window into, into that, space. Uh, that teleport thing from They Live. All right. Anyway, look. So the problem with this promo for me is that Rhonda was like very angry mm. at Becky Lynch. But she should not be that angry at her, right? She's taking shots at her, but this is classic fight build. She didn't say anything that was near what Nikki was saying about her mom and stuff. Plus, Becky is someone that she should have the utmost respect for. Becky is what Ronda is trying to be. Becky, on paper, is a better professional wrestler than Ronda, right? Uh, uh, So her coming out and just being like, I will end you, I've been training, blah, blah, blah. It's not what, it's it's missing the extreme face charm of Ronda Rousey, which is the fact that she has such a respect for this business and is so happy to be here Right, that mm-hmm. she's almost humble. She almost has humility, even though she's a way bigger star and could beat these people up outside of the ring. It's almost it as, if, as it, uh, like in Ronda's in Ronda's kayfabe, right. like MMA equals the ring, like the wrestling mm-hmm. WWE. Yeah, because she she she's like I I've been doing all this kind of stuff outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's kind of what Kurt Angle did in a way with, but th- at least it's called wrestling, right? But uh, and and. and and what you said is that what made her look like an idiot, what made Ronda look bad, was her making fun of what Becky did to become a professional wrestler. 
the plight of a professional wrestler, which is like the same plight as a comedian, right. which is like we perform in fucking basements, right? Yeah. Your uh, flight attendants. Right. That's yeah. like, yeah, like I started uh, this podcast. Now we have this nice studio or like, you know, it's uh, <laughs> 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 a nice dig at the engineer. Nosh. What am I becoming the sponsor? Do I own the place? No, 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 this room. no, no you no, don't. No. But I'm saying uh, 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 the room is nice. Yeah. Some of the. All right. Anyway. We gotta cut this anyway. So uh, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, uh, it, it's like imagine it was like, oh, you started podcasting. It's like being like, Dan, you started podcasting like in your house, just out of the room with just a shitty microphone, right to the computer, and it's it, the sound quality was bad. It's like it's it's punching down, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's making like, fun of a Trader Joe's uh, person for just being a you know grocer. Exactly. And you're like, is there not, something wrong with being a flight attendant? By the way, which is the correct term to right, call right. them, yeah. not a stewardess. A sexy stew. And I want to say as a, as a as a credit to the London crowd they're a really smart crowd there was like they they were uh, 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 they, they were but Smackdown was in London also awesome. right yeah. uh, not London in Manchester right yeah. right they, they were they were booing Shane right away yeah him winning his heel they're smart they, they right they they so they knew right away, and we're not responding to this, and that's what I think threw off Ronda, yeah. is that they were like, don't make fun of Becky, we yeah, love Becky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a heel, but we don't make fun of her, that like, you're you're better than her, and it was an elitist promo. Yeah. Yeah. Ronda hasn't dealt with that yet. I mean, she's we're, we're, we don't know about how she is trying to, to what she thinks is, a, it's like Vince McMahon with the Bret Hart speech, like thinking he was giving a babyface promo, but it actually turned him into a huge heel. Uh, I mean, they could go one of two ways. They could go, okay, that was a little misstep. We're going to try to write it differently the way, um, in the other way, how Becky, they couldn't make her a heel the way they wanted to immediately after beating Charlotte. So, you know, then you're left with either them taking, admitting it's a misstep or turning her kind of heelish for at least this. I don't think they will. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe they do. Maybe it's like if they turn her heel, it would then flip no. uh, Becky into being like she's already kind of a face and now they would be it would be justified in WWE's eyes for her being a face. Well, they're not going to turn around a heel at yeah. all because she's selling a shit ton of merch. Yeah. Especially uh, not at Survivor Series Becky, for an interbrand, right. you know, feud. Yeah, yeah. and money-wise, Becky is probably selling more merch than ever as a heel, yeah, because she's a face heel, right? Well, she's those a, I'm a man shirts are great. Yeah, that was great merch. I mean, she's I'm she, the man. I'm, I'm the man. man. <laughs> I'm a man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, every wrestler's going to start wearing their gender right. as WWE gets more progressive. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, uh, their pronouns, the pro- pronoun T-shirts. Uh, um, I identify as Balor, Balor Club. Yeah, Balor <laughs> Club is for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, so, uh, well, Balor. I mean, actually, he wore his for everyone gear this year. He yeah. said he actually. Uh, that's a separate point. We'll get to that. But Balor, oh, I have actually, a point on Balor too. But continue. Yeah, we'll get to it soon. I have a point. We have a couple of points on Balor too. But what I'm saying is, where do you guys say like here? Ronda was is going to beat Becky clean at Survivor Series. No. Yeah. Do you agree? Ronda will beat Becky clean. Uh, uh, I mean, I have a hard time saying like absolutely. I, I mean, th- it depends how f- depends how how high they are on this Becky push. I mean, because right. it would mean so much more to Becky. And Ronda's got to lose eventually. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do a streak thing with her. And why not have her lose when the belt isn't on the line? Exactly. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, in my mind, I just think Ronda kind of blew it here. But I also think the writers threw her under the bus. Yeah. 
right? Oh, yeah. This was like, oh, this was wrong. Ronda should just be like, Becky, I don't, you, there's nothing you can say for me. I really respect you. And if I beat you, I'm going to be really proud of myself. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's what she should say. And it was just a complete misfire. I mean, they, they don't have, a, I think they only have like two weeks, but if they had like three or four or something like that, what they, you could have started with nothing but respect for Becky Lynch. You know, I don't really approve of some of the things she did to Charlotte, you know, and then, oh, you don't approve of what I've done to Charlotte. And then she starts healing off hard at Ronda, mm-hmm. going even harder than Nikki did. Right. Maybe mentioning Holly Holmes' name or something yeah. like that. And uh, uh, Holly Holmes is the. I really hope that's the plan for Mania. If it Holly Holmes should be training Charlotte. If, if my guess is they go Charlotte Ronda at Mania, have Charlotte win the Women's Royal Rumble, and then just go Charlotte Ronda. That that's my guess. But I don't know. I don't. I mean, I think I don't know if Ronda Rousey is uh, secure enough in herself to have that be part of the storyline. She seems kind of insecure. No, no I no. don't think that. Well, I didn't Becky kind of bring it up. Yes, but they're not going to show Holly's face. Ronda's that bummed me ego out also. can't handle that. It bummed me out that they are shying away from the fact that Ronda is a, a proven sore loser. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's her Achilles heel. Like, she cannot handle losing. And right now, she's hot. And that's what made Becky's promo really work. All right, we got two cash-ins here that cool. I want to play. One is from Yuvraj uh, on the ground, which I think I want to make sure we hear that. Sure. And then we got a, a cash-in about Becky and Charlotte. So let's, oh, I, I might have a couple on that. Uh, okay, let's hear. So I thought about recording the cash-in straight after Raw last night. But I thought I'd wait till the next morning. I had the most uniquely uncomfortable weird experience at Raw last night due to a certain style of wrestling fan. Certain style, certain type of wrestling fan I guess. I was sitting here enjoying the show, I went to Raw by myself like a complete loner, <laughs> nevertheless the match between the Riot Squad, Sasha, Natalia and Bailey started and the guy behind me turned around next to him, to his friend I guess, and said the words, I can't stop looking at Bailey's ass." Until that point, I'm just listening, thinking, okay, whatever floats your boat, if that's what you're into. 20 seconds go past, says to his friend again, I can't concentrate on this match, I can't stop looking at Bailey's ass, I may have to do something. Until that point, I'm just thinking to myself, wait, have you not seen what? a woman before? What are you actually going to do? And thirdly, like, wait, what is happening? I'm at a wrestling show. What? Wait, what? So, yeah, so another 10, 20 seconds go past says to his friend again I haven't had sex in months pauses maybe even years and to that point I'm like there's a big difference between months and years (laughs) also get me away from this dickhead thirds I thought about leaving halfway through the show so why are some wrestling fans such absolute cretin dickheads but apart from that the main event was pretty good Yo, Yuvraj, uh, uh, great, great cash and great sound quality. I, I mean, I have one complaint with this. Cheers uh, up. No cheers up at the end there. Yeah, I mean, come, come on, on, bro. You should know better. In a place where uh, people actually say cheers. Uh, so anyway, look. Um, by the way, I was laughing until I I started laughing before you said, I think I'm going to do something yeah, about it. Yeah, that's dark. That was, took a twist. I thought he was just... To me, it was funny if some guy just keeps going like I can't like innocently yeah. just keeps going. I can't stop looking at Becky's ass. I thought like, I was trying to enjoy yeah. this match, but I can't look. There's something kind of funny about that. But they're going. I think I'm going to do something. Yeah, yeah weird. And, uh, yeah, you know, in my mind, I was just like, like, what if it was like a met like a medical thing? Like he was like, you know, how people go suddenly blind. Like I can't see. I can't see. 
But he's like, I can't stop looking at at, at her ass. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking no, away, no. but I'm only I, seeing the ass. Yeah, though. I can't. I can't stop. I need a doctor. You know. But but yeah. Then it yeah. Then it became. And then you see I have that, no peripheral vision. Yeah, yeah. Something's yeah. happening. So I'm also like, smelling grapes. Yeah. <laughs> also, you we gotta get this guy to a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you see a shot of his face, and one of his eyes is like one one of Bailey's butt cheeks. <laughs> the other one, uh, you're like, oh, oh no. In, in the pants, yeah. in the pants. Uh, nothing weird. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Look, Yuvraj. Look, he he said the question, which is, why are some wrestling fans uh, weirdos or whatever? Cretans. Um, I don't know. Look, this. I'd be lying if I said this isn't something people bring up to me a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, people say, uh, uh, and uh, we've all been to wrestling shows, and we've all been about around wrestling bros, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's. Uh, I wouldn't say it's just a wrestling problem, though, no. right? I mean, there's, you know, I'm sure Nickelback and other <laughs> bands have their share of these. No, but yeah, I don't know. Look, a jabron is a jabron, no matter where you a are. A jabron is a jabron, no matter what. But I actually think it's just think about it like this. Uh, I think about even from the perspective of when I lived in New York and I was surrounded Long Island in my life, and I just lived in Long Island. I had a certain way that uh, uh, what I thought was appropriate was different than when I moved to Manhattan, mm-hmm. right? And when I moved to Manhattan, I started hanging out with different people. I diversified who I see, and then my, what I th- deemed appropriate. And I was more in the business world, right? Although, okay, it shifted everything. Then I moved to L.A., and I was already a man in his, I was 30 years old, moved to L.A., and then that, in California, that even shifted me in a different way of what I say, where I hear people I, I know from New York who still say things, where I'm like, oh, you still say that? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think what it actually is is just environmental, right? It's a, a, We have people, and this is going to get worse and worse as people are just on the computers with yep. more, right? With less actual interaction with other people and the opposite sex. And uh, uh, so I, I think this is going to get worse. And I think uh, this is just, these are, the truth is you have to have, take pity on a lot of these people. It means that they're lonely a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, this guy said he, he couldn't, he didn't know if he had sex in months or years. He's an incel. Yeah. He's an incel. He is an incel. You yeah. ran into an incel in the wild. Uh, I mean, as a as a professional, as a medical professional. Well, you're a professional incel? I'm a professional. I'm an incel researcher. Yeah. Uh, I myself am not an incel. I am happily in a relationship. Uh, so. With another incel. With another incel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can incels date? Too uh, involuntary? They can only mate. They can't They can <laughs> yeah. can't date. Is it like they, they can't figure out sex? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, anyway, well, no, it. I mean, it's like the answer to his question is it's like it's deeper than just wrestling. Like you guys said that. Like it's like uh, it's a problem with with uh, masculinity, like toxic masculinity. It's not a problem with wrestling fans. It just so happens that wrestling fans are predominantly men. And so you're going to run into that a lot. But like um, this – it. <laughs> You do have to have pity on them, but it's hard because they're, 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 the reason they're incels is because they, they're rapey. They say shit like that where they're like, oh, I, I'm going to do something about it. Uh, and so they're sort of like monsters, but you have to, yeah, I don't know. You have I to. I think it's nerd culture in general. The show. Look, nerd culture. Nerd, that's what I'm saying. That's what I said about nerd right, culture. Right, right. Nerd culture, anyone, if you're attracted to nerdy stuff, a lot of times, as, listen, as a guy, I love professional wrestling. I play Magic the Gathering at, at LGSs, baby. Local <laughs> game shops. Okay, I, I right. I've been in the mix, so I think uh, uh, you could. Uh, uh, it, that stuff attracts people who are <laughs> lonely, probably. Right. I think. I think that there's or looking yeah. for something outside of it. I mean, this is just uh, right. So 
So, but I, but my my whole point is that I don't want to dissect these people and diminish them. But it's my whole problem with like exile culture, and mm-hmm. by where you and I differ uh-huh. a lot of times, or where I'm like, oh, just throwing people out. I have empathy on people. I think a lot of times they're, where they're broken, a lot of times comes from loneliness and feeling less than. So they lash out in anger and shying away just exacerbates that situation. Uh-huh. So it's like more like bringing people in, right? Like I my and on this podcast, I think like people have joined the group. If I could think that someone who joined this group thought that things they said were acceptable about people that completely diminished entire genders and stereotyping, right? And they came in this group and they're like, oh, okay. Actually, they're like, oh, this offends people and now these people are my friends. To me, that's the best way to, like, that's right. in a corny way. That's like what, like, love makes the world better, whatever the message has always been. That's that's how we fix a lot of stuff. It's just, it's a little idealistic, yeah, I know. But we, no, I, I want to say, sorry, I don't, I, I'm not like a proponent of 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 exile culture uh i think and i because i agree with you i think that there is a with nerd culture and that kind of thing there's obviously a structure to society that makes things uh that deems things normal when something falls outside of that normal then people feel ostracized and that leads to uh resentment which leads to all kinds of of evil shit the dark side yes leads to the dark side fear Leads to hate. Yeah. I'm just saying it's hate hard. Leads to anger. Anger leads to suffering. Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. I, come on. That was great. Uh, talking about nerd culture. What were you going to say, Skylar? It's asking? gone. Dude. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> no, I mean I know it. It just doesn't matter. We should talk more about wrestling. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. Let's get back into wrestling. Here's the cash in about Becky and Ronda. 4:15 p.m. Eastern <laughs> Standard Time, Wednesday. Tulo. You hear that? That's the music of the best champ in all of WWE. Becky motherfucking Lynch, y'all. She will go into Survivor Series, hopefully main evented against Ronda because they are putting the most effort in out of all the wrestlers to promote this match. And she will walk out the undisputed woman's champ of the WWE after making Ronda Rousey tap out. Tap. She's deserved it. Tap, tap, There's tap, no question. Tap. I always think his. I always okay. think they end. <laughs> yeah, it's done. I, too low. I can tell when you're done and you're wrapping it up. It's all good. Uh, you got to work on the brevity. Uh, but some interesting points there. Could that match pretend, That match will not main event that pay per view if Brock and AJ are on it, or am I wrong? If Brock's on the pay-per-view? You could have also the Survivor Series match main event, and you can have, you know, the co-main event essentially be, or Brock and AJ. Well, who do you you think main events Survivor Series? And by, uh, 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 I'll add this next part of the question, do you think Becky is the best champ in WWE right now? Um, I I like what she's got going on. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean. Who's better? I think probably, yeah. Probably she's the, the, bar, the bar, right? The bar? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they don't, yeah, they don't have... just set the bar. That's the thing. You think yeah. that. A lot of people think that about them, that well, they just they set it. Big no, show, I they probably... don't just set the bar. They are the bar. They are. They are it. Yeah. So what you think is that you're like, oh, these guys, these guys are here just to set up, right? right. No, actually what they are is they're the actual physical structure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, if, you, yeah. if you hire a bartender service and you're like, yo, uh... You guys here to uh, you guys here to set the bar? You want to set the bar up? No, 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 no. no. You don't understand. I'm gonna bend over, and he's gonna put the drinks on my back. We got martinis. 
We don't just set up the bar. We We are are the bar. bar. The physical structure. Okay. Anyway, great gag. That was a top-notch gag. Let's see. How many moves did we give it? Three moves. I don't like that you get to rate your <laughs> own, own jokes. <laughs> I was hoping that you, I was hoping you would uh, cut the third one off and have it be like two and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to do that on this soundboard. I still miss my old fucking soundboard. Yeah, double tap it. A double tap it. Like once it's going, touch it. Just okay. Ooh, a little. Once it's going behind oh. the curtain. Yeah. So uh, uh, okay. So in ter- uh, 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 Donnie, uh, double tap. Okay, guys. What's up, Jabroniacs? This is your cash-in host, the host with the toast, the Carolina breadslinger Turner Thomas, a.k.a. Tommaso Ciabatta, <laughs> a.k.a. Rye Dillinger, a.k.a. Hulk Hoagie. Just want to cash in on Survivor Series. Survivor Series is coming up, and I just had uh, three questions for you guys. In the Ronda Rousey-Becky Lynch match, who wins this match, gun to the head? How do you book this match so both champions come out looking strong? And three, will this match headline Survivor Series? Mm. Hey, everybody, keep baking hoagies. Cheers up. Nice. Finally, cheers up. Yeah. How do I get a bake for it? Uh, uh, Hulk Hoagie. Hulk Hoagie Hulk is great. Hoagie. <laughs> what does Hulk Hoagie look like? It's just all is bologna. It's it, just he, like mustard in a handlebar shape on yeah. it. Yeah, I would think right, it would be like his, like Hogan's face. Hulk Yeah, hoagie. with like mustard as the, or it would be like just full Hoagies as the Fame Man Chew. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? I don't know if we had to draw. We might have a Hulk yeah. Hoagie uh, uh, art contest, art contest. Here. <laughs> As a sandwich... As a sandwich, yeah. the Hulk Hoagie would be just bologna and mustard. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> the whitest sandwich. Yeah. Something that would be like racist garnishing it as well. Yeah, yeah with a nice Florida orange juice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just one. It's just a marshmallow. All right. Um, okay. So, well, uh, yeah. All right. We already said this. I mean, I think Ronda wins clean and then Becky. Because that I think what they're going to use this match is to legitimize Ronda as a wrestler, even mm. though she shouldn't have that that crown yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though you guys know I'm a big Ronda mark. All right. Let's move on from it. So one thing I want to say, this Shane thing, I want to clarify this. We uh, I know Alex Newman-Jones popped in, but you know Shane. So Miz was not injured at all. You no. know that, right? Right. Yeah. This was how it was supposed to go. This has been booked this way for months, apparently. Yeah. That Shane, this thing that it's part of the Shane heel turn, mm-hmm. right? The, su- like, I guess semi subtle heel turn, right? Because it's yeah. also face for him to be like, no, someone from SmackDown has to represent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but so Shane came in and beat Dolph Ziggler clean. Now, to be fair, this was Ziggler's third match of the night, right? Right. So he's pretty beaten down. Shane comes in clean. The the problem with this, and look, I got a, I got some messages from people that were like, you probably love this because of my a guy not in the match joke. Oh, right. <laughs> right? Oh, so yeah. it's like, oh, that's what I love about wrestling is a guy could join. Um, if you know what we're talking about, check out my stand-up clip. Uh, check out it's on my YouTube. YouTube at... Uh, I don't know how to get to YouTube. <laughs> Go to YouTube. You take a left on You'll Western. Damn Black YouTube. I don't know what it is. I don't have a URL for that. But uh, anyway, it's on my Twitter too, at Dan Black Tech. But anyway, point is that uh, here's what I don't like about it is that what's cool about that is that there was an actual cash-in procedure. It made sense. Right. Shane joining 
Uh, does it like it's like how do you how from do you, a logic perspective? From a logic it's, just, it's a huge jump. It's joining, like I guess, yeah, yeah. joining a tournament that had a couple rounds. Right. It's like man, ego maniacal. Uh, and also, I don't believe WWE if they say that this has been the 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 thing the whole time. Because do you think I'm fucking stupid? There's no way that they would do this subtle of of a, of a thing. It would be out in the open. It would be so obvious. The fact that the, I we're to believe that they promoted a tournament for weeks and whittled it down for weeks just to like have him take it over at, because it's his heel turn. I don't think so. I think that John Cena pulled out and they changed it to him winning so that it wouldn't matter. Yeah. And now here we are. Makes sense. <sighs> Yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't have anything to say about this. I didn't watch it, so I don't have some deep feelings on it. I just think it was. Uh, I, I I guess they were. I don't know. It. I just when I read it, I was like, "What?" Right. I guess it was eye grabbing. I don't know. Again, it, it, part of the problem is is that this World Cup thing doesn't matter at all. Right. It's in a completely marred pay per view that a lot of people were boy. Well, we were boycotting it, and also uh, it, it was. It, it, there was no actual rules for joining. That's not any kind of stipulation there. There was no justification there. So it's not really what I like. I, I, I guess I do like that stuff like this can happen, but this is not my favorite example <laughs> of it. Okay? So... Right, the other one happened in the WrestleMania main event. Yeah, right. and, and I'm more like stuff that's like why AOP gets a title shot against just Rollins on himself. Right. I like that you can have a handicap match. That's an example of something I like. It's like he a title, this guy can fight for the tag titles on himself, by himself, and then also his tag partner comes and beats the shit out of him at the end. Rollins took a... a, a Rollins he took a beating this week. So, all right, couple, a couple, a couple, a couple uh, we'll, <laughs> Jesus, man, we'll cover a couple of things still. Let's go right into this Rollins things quick. Actually, I'm gonna say one thing first before that, which is like Apollo Cruz. Listen, guys, WB, listen to me. If there are moles, which by the way, a lot of people think the mole is in the room. I just want to say right. on the Facebook page, most people believe that Skyler Pitch Mr. Perfect Aston is is the mole. Would you like to speak directly to the Facebook page on this? I might have to plead the fifth. Oh, pleading the fifth. You guys know that constitutional rules apply. But all I know is when when we do order uh, tender greens, I'm going to have my salad with some guacamole. Wow. Okay. We're getting a is little off the powers. Is that code? <laughs> We're getting the, uh, the mole, the mole. You guys remember the Fred Savage mole joke? Yeah, no, no. I think that was a code, though. I think that I think Skyler's leaving guacamole. It's interesting because if it didn't have the accent on there, it would be the word mole. But right now it's mole. Right. Another wonderful dish also yeah. served at t- Tender Greens. What if I was just the spokesperson for Tender Greens this whole time? <laughs> Absolutely. By the way, don't, we can't give it, we don't have a sponsor anymore. You can't be giving out plugs like this, okay? All right, I'll just take these Advil. Absolutely. Litter. No, no, Middle, okay. Yellow, no, no, different. No, Here, wash them down with his Coke Those aren't Advil. That's a new print. You're taking a new print. Uh, <laughs> nasty new print? Right. Na- nasty <laughs> new print. All right. So, anyway, uh, Apollo Crews, guys, uh, WB, listen. Let this guy go. No. This guy's a waste of space. I'm sorry. That guy's a jabroni on the mic. He's he's got he's had enough time to show me anything. Come on, there's better. T- bring up someone from NXT, the, yeah. right? Give or double somebody's salary. Yeah, these guys work hard. All right, that's all right. I I know it's harsh, but some guys I gotta just say it. They're gonna try to push him. I, it won't happen. He's got no charisma. Anyway, so Ambrose came out and. <clears throat> 
Uh, again, he didn't say. He said, you want to know what I did? Beat him up. I want to say about Ambrose. I, 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 still, I still think the jacket is no good. But I will say, he's wearing cool, like, high-top sneakers. Yeah. Which I dug. They went into the jeans better. I thought his jeans looked good. Yeah, I think... The jacket's so boy band. Uh, Tulo, though... I I will begrudgingly say has a good point that yeah. he looks like just like a jabroni from Queens, <laughs> uh, and I was like like he looks like he would like he try he like sells you bull shark testosterone like by the pier <laughs> like you know what I mean like that yeah. Uh, he's yeah like a just sort of like a meathead from Queens I think All it right. works on that level. Uh, well, if that's what they're going for, meathead from Queens. But here's what I did like about here's what I did like is like I like that they talked to Renee about it. Yeah. I felt that. I think it's cool. I think it's a good example. We know again. I don't. I don't think this diminished Renee's role or made her the wife at all. It's just like, hey, Renee, that's your husband in there. Well, how do you feel about it? It's like she's still at work. She's not leaving. She. Uh, an example of poor writing in that sense is defining her by a husband. She's like, guys, I I gotta go. Right. My husband's unhappy. She's like, no, I have this job. Look, we're gonna acknowledge. Everyone knows that's my husband. She's like. There's just no reasoning with him right now, you know. I like I, I can't get through to him, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, and you have this picture. It's like, oh, she disagrees with his actions. I think that's nice, and we can we can roll with that. I think. What do you think? I think keeping Renee strong is actually like a, a good thing. And 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 when they, they, maybe they'll present a major storyline down the line, um, but right now she, they're trying to keep her consistent, and they can't just make her all about him. So just to give her a little like. Hey, we're gonna acknowledge this every time. She can't be like, I've never seen him like this. Right. You know, she's like, Hey, yeah. you know. But she, you know, they're they're threading the needle, and I really hope that they continue to yeah. do it in the right way. And maybe one day we'll actually have something real with them when they when they do something on camera. Yeah, because if you know. she flat out as an announcer takes Rollins' side. That's really cool. Yeah. If she just goes like, "Look, I just have to be honest here. This is my job. My, my and he knows when we got married. Like my profession matters most to me. I'm here to be shattering glass ceilings behind this desk, and I'm not here to pull punches. Mm-hmm. Right. If anything, what I want to say yeah. is that I want to say that my husband is making me sick right now. This is not the man I married at all. And I'm here for Seth, and I'm here for Reigns. And I spoke to Roman. I called up. Actually, I called. To be honest, I called Joe. I called up Joe. And I said to him, I said, Dean's out of control. Can you talk to him? And uh, I don't know. You know, he said, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm battling cancer. And he was like, you want me to do what? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, you talking to Roman. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just ring back to him. You, you the shield. Roman. <laughs> But no, I think that could be really good, right? Involve Renee in a way that she, that where she's uh, actually. I think it's an example of well, I love what they do with Maurice, and yeah. I think it's a good way to pull off something like that. Cool ringtone, ringtone, ringtone. That's Roman's ringtone. It's just him going ringtone, ringtone. Str- Roman, not Strowman. Ro- All right. Anyway, uh, Strowman Finn reigns. Balor w- said in his promo, backstage promo this week, he said, "I Balor is for everyone." Mm-hmm. I think it's the first time I ever saw him say those words, but maybe I just don't Balor remember. Balor Club or Balor is for he everyone. He said, "I think he said Finn Balor's for everyone." Huh. But Finn may- Balor's for everyone. <laughs> just handing out you get a Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone got a Finn Balor club. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe Newman Jones was right. Anyway, yeah. So uh, I thought that was good. It was like. How do you ride that gimmick, though? 
uh, speak more directly to what... You can't have an alt right heel or something, right? We've talked no. about this. And no, no, you don't. You let the real. You let the. You let the intolerance that he's standing against, the real world intolerance that he's standing against, be the bad guy. Just let him be the good guy standing up for that kind of shit in WWE. The bad guy's real, so he just is the representation of like standing up to that kind of bullshit. Right. You don't think there's a nuanced way to take like Balor and go up against someone and have it be like some somewhat a political issue. Is there a, like an honest yeah. way where you go? It's kind of like, uh, like a, I don't know, immigration. Let's say, is there any way to have two guys disagree uh, about that? I mean, I have to think. I have to think about it. Also, I think it's just them doing it's a babyface thing with him, and they're not going to have like a someone actually contrasting yeah. that idea. Yeah. I'm going to think about that. Even. Yeah, I'm going to think about that. Okay, I'll think about that, guys. It's fine. All right, let's cut the rest of the stuff, whatever. Let's cover one last thing, and then we'll take a, a cash-in or two before we head out. What do you say? Sounds good. All right, Nikki Cross debuted, I guess, on Raw, on SmackDown. Yeah. So was that her actual call-up? Maybe. Call up? Maybe. I, I mean, she the, lost. Uh, yeah. Clean. Yeah, I know. In her call-up. I mean, this is a big uh, uh, a big NXT talent we were talking uh, uh, Skyler and I were talking about this before we started recording I think like I don't know because it kind of feels like she's not done with whatever's happening between with Alistair, Alistair Black, Black yeah. and, and, right. and and the Champas uh, and John and Johnny Garbanzo I think that um, <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know it feels like but didn't she get she made a debut before Right, the Royal Rumble. She I think. she debuted at the right, and then she was like randomly in like a tribute to someone that passed away recently. She was yeah, like on the was deck there. with everyone, yeah. and she was just there, or or maybe it was at the Evolution announcement. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, are they? Uh, they'll never do this, but maybe they bring up her and Al. Like, I mean, she's still with Sanity. Maybe there's like a thing where Alistair and Sanity, and they make up like a big, uh, big faction. I don't know. Well, I was thinking the cool thing is. The women's division could use a Mick Foley. Yeah. Like, they could use someone who's willing to, like, get nuts in there, and it's not about winning or losing. We, we know they don't see her as a champion. Right. She didn't even win the NXT titles. You know, the right. title. Like, she didn't even win that champion. There could be a cool thing where she is, like, taking bumps and going in there and putting on a show. She becomes more of entertainment. Yeah. And then that could be a cool thing where it's like, she's already taking L's, but she doesn't even care about W's and L's. It's all I, about the people. Yeah. She I wants just, to play. I just wasn't nuts about her. I mean, her coming up in this capacity. I don't know how it really helps. I mean, it does put her in an immediate match with the champion rather than having her squash jobbers or coming out in like a, a different kind of storyline aspect. Right. But just the way that like Becky, um, just her point of view on her, just like this girl's friggin' crazy, it just made it seem a little like it wasn't even translating to the main roster. I think it should be taken a little more seriously. Like her music with the. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, make her psycho, make it scary, make it mankind. How, how did McFoley debut with vignettes about him, like pulling himself his hair out in a yeah. boiler room? Uh, uh, just to bring her up with like really not much explanation. Yeah. It was weird. And then the, she didn't even go over. Because they were in the UK. So they were like, oh, she'll get heat, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think maybe a way to save this is to have her just continue to be like a thorn in Becky's side. Like she keeps showing up uh, and like taunting her uh, and then eventually does, you know, get like a real match with her but like uh yeah i mean yeah there's a way to save it again I, you can recover from losses i do think that's a really marky thing to be like hey uh uh 
you know, to be like, oh, you can't, you know, losing your debut, like you're finished or whatever. You know what no, I mean? No, I don't think that. I just think it was interesting. No, I was booking. saying that. Yeah. I, I was treating it like that. I was treating it like she lost. Oh, wow. What, no, what but a mistake. she lost to Becky. So it's, you know, right. Becky's a to- is, is the tops. You know, yeah, we saying? all just agree that she's the best champion in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, I think she probably is. Yeah. Because anyway, uh, cool. So, all right. I want to cover one thing from NXT and then we'll get to cash in. Ta- we'll take me down to the cash in city. All right. And uh, I don't have it. <laughs> 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 Quality's bad and the takes are oh, shitty. Yeah, 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 please absolutely. take me home. Did you guys like that? How many moves does that get? Uh, half a move. <laughs> yeah, Only half a move. Yeah. Now I know how to give Someone half moves. Someone learned how to double click. <laughs> I know how to give half moves. Like it's a half move. So I just want to talk about Matt Riddle debuting quick. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say Matt Riddle. I mean, I've seen the guy wrestle a lot of times on the indies and never been psyched about the bro thing. Right, he comes out. He goes, bro, bro, and everyone goes like, bro, bro. And there's a couple times he's like in ring, and he just says, bro. And I'm like, eh. I feel like bros. The concept of bro is kind of tired, no? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but the guy looks like money, smells like money. He must be money. Like he, Matt Riddle has every element to be a star. He uh-huh. looks fucking awesome. His ability is great. He's a real fighter outside, so you know he's a credible threat. Yeah. Right? Uh, he's got the hair of a pro wrestler. Yeah. He's really cool dude. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. He's got a really clear point of view. He's like so Cali. He's like a Cali guy. He's coming out to a, like a, basically a, a, a sound alike. Like, it's like a gin and juice sound alike, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, which I totally dig. He's coming out with the flip flops on and he jumps up and they flip I'm off. I'm so glad they're letting him wrestle barefoot. Yeah. I mean, he's going to stop eventually, but they're letting him do it for now. But, he, you know. But I'm like, I'd wh- like to see them evolve the gimmick too. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Is that I worry that he's going to rely. It's going to get a little. No way, Jose. Especially that on yes. the main roster. Come on, dude. That'll never fly. Just come out, and go, bro, bro. bro I'm worried bro. that we already have Joe. I've never Joe. seen him. Right, Joe, absolutely. Like, you know. And I've never seen him. He's not like Joe bringing up like Samoa Joe, who was in TNA for a long time and has mic work. You know, this guy comes from the MMA world, which is not, you know, there's mic work involved, but not really. And he was in the indie scene when every time I saw him wrestle, he had no mic skills. Right. Right. People were just going bro and you can get over on just saying bro. So I hope they evolve the bro gimmick. I'm saying I'm optimistic about it, but there's part of me that's pessimistic where I'm like, OK, well, what what is it exactly what does it exactly mean to be a bro? Because right off the bat, what we discovered on the Facebook page, Queens Wrestling Facebook page, don't wrestling for the morning. Under his eye, blessed, Under be, the eye, blessed be the fruit. Absolutely, is that the my definition of bro is completely different than his definition of bro. When I think of bro, I think of like a New York bro. I know those bros. He's uh, to me, he's like a a, a, a surfer dude. Yes, right. I don't even consider him a he's bro. He's a bra. He's a bra. He's more a bra. I think he's more of a did <laughs> than a bro. Did. No, did not did. He's more of a bra than a did. Yeah, did. no, he's more. Well, you know, would you consider him a bra, a did, maybe a chief? Where you consider? What do you consider when you see Matt Riddle as another guy from? You guys are all kind of where from? We're from all the same place, really. <laughs> would you say that guy's a bro? Mm. I'd say he's like bro, almost in a Hawaiian way. A like he throws up the shaka. Like yeah. he's basically a surfer. That, I, I consider bros like dudes who are like, What's up, like bro? white collar dudes yeah. in like Manhattan. Just like, yo, you watching the game tonight, bro? But I guess they don't even need to be white collar. It could be blue collar, but it's just, right. it's not guys who go near water. Right, 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 right. <laughs> He's more of a dude. He's more of a dude to me. Though, I don't bro. even equate sandals. I guess sandals because it's like Sunday. 
right? I, well, it's just like those like, like those, those like stoner surfer types. This shit matters, say, by the way. Oh yeah, I know. This matters. Those the stoner I mean, surfer types. the king of these bros. King of bros, yeah. Let's they define say, what a bro I'm, is. I'm a bro, right? People consider me a bro, right? Uh, a lot of the times, I've been called the bro. I've been labeled the bro. You put the bro in jabroni. Ab- absolutely, I put yeah. the bro. Yeah, I, I put the uh, yeah, and I put I also. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, right. put, I put the jab in there also. Watch your mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but he's like uh, like the stoner surfer types. They say bro a lot, but no, they're not bros. Yes, they say bro. Absolutely, maybe that's what it means. But we should know this. That's right. what I'm saying. They got to figure this out. Right. Uh, and I actually think, uh, yeah, he's more of, the, of a lord of Dogtown to me than right. uh, <laughs> yeah, boys, right? Yeah, so I, I, I hope he, I hope they develop those mic skills on him, right? He should be I late. Just, he should be late to matches. You know what I mean? I forgot, forgot I was having a thing. Today. Well, you big, oh, sorry, dude. I'm on Ambrose time. <laughs> Ambrose, <laughs> you guys remember Ambrose time, right? From yeah. like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. They still ride that gimmick though. They're still like, we've heard Ambrose is here. They don't know where Ambrose. The guy's off the grid. <laughs> He's married to Renee, who is has the most corporate gig you got there. But he's off the grid. Yeah. She's like, is my husband coming home tonight? Who I don't knows? know. I'm just gonna. She cooks dinner. I mean, uh, not you know. They they both they switch off cooking dinner. Yeah. But all right, she cooks dinner and she just hopes he shows up. It's very egalitarian. <laughs> he's like the Elijah. Anyway, I, I'm also trying to like book Riddle or or at least like evolve his gimmick. And in order to do that, I'm just thinking about like potential matchups he has. Yeah, I mean, imagine him with Velveteen. Like, what is that? What is that story? I like. I don't know. Like, how? Like, let's like mention like three opponents to just get him to right. where he needs to be and that that can make me try to fast track what to do with him and eventually shed that bro gimmick. Well, I mean, is his gimmick in my head right now is like Keanu Reeves in uh-huh. in in uh in Bill and Ted. Is like how I see it, right? So right. If he's up against Alistair Black, Alistair Black and and my problem, my beef and this is, all improv people know this is that that gimmick can be apathetic. Right, like right. if it comes off like I'm laid, being laid back is a tough gimmick. You can't heighten it. It's very tough. Yeah. Because right, they're not active. Right, you can't heighten it. They're kind of like not making choices. A lot of times, the joke is I don't answer, I don't respond, I'm not here, I'm not present. Right. Right. So, uh, 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 similar to like why the gimmick of crazy doesn't work. It's like I have no logic. Which I is have too no vague, rules. Yeah. Right. Right. It's vague. So if Alistair Black's in there and he's like, I'm the spawn of Satan or whatever his gimmick is, by the way, he needs to tweak it a little bit as well for main roster, but uh, Alistair Black's the best. I love Alistair Black. Um, it, uh, uh, if he, he goes up to him, he's like, I'm going to like, you're, you're like, I'm going to demon worship you to death. He'll just be like, no, you're not, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Wait, I'm trying was, to yeah. think of like. Wait, like, that made us laugh. That was funny. Yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, no, I'm that, saying. That was good. <laughs> okay, pat yourself on the back more, That was Dan. funny. Yo, actually, hit me with some lines. You guys be, be, I'll be Riddle, and you guys hit me. You tell me what wrestle you are, and let's have a, let's have a, right, a I'm face off. Dream, right, okay. and you are not ready for this experience. I'm going to show you what a main Attraction is I'm the Velveteen Dream, okay, Matt, Matthew. What, bro? I'm saying, uh, look how I'm dressed. Look how you're dressed. I am magnificent. I am charming. I am the one and only Velveteen Dream. And on Sunday, I'm gonna show you who that is. Dude, I hate working on Sunday, bro. Sunday, I like to hit the waves. But Head down to the. But we have a match <laughs> this get Sunday. Yo, you want to acai bowl, bro? I that acai actually bro? sounds kind of dreamy. 
Dream. I had a dream once, bro. Do you dream? Do you lucid dream? You bro? listen to me. I'm gonna get on the top rope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Where it's like, it's like you ever done? Hey, you ever done sensory deprivation tank, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen, do you listen to Rogan's podcast, bro? Right. Dude, just like yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind of thing, like Venice Beach. Yeah, be like, dude. Or give him a weed gimmick. Yo, Fuck I got, it, dude. Yeah. Yo, let's fight Sunday. It's gonna be awesome. But um, I got extra Jordan Peterson tickets <laughs> for the Sunday, bro. That we're verging yeah. <laughs> verging into like the guy who sat behind you for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, big dude. I want to wrestle you, but I, I, I keep seeing Thing, Bailey's, Bailey's ass. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah, bro. Anyway, we'll see where it goes. We'll see uh, where it bros. Anyway, what do we see for that? That was a uh, half a mo. I will say this before we move mo. on. He beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. By the way, yeah, dude. He bro, was hitting uh, him bro, hard. Bro, 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 bro. He Matt Riddle. Somebody was at a house, a house NXT show, and posted in the comedians wrestling Facebook. And they said Matt Riddle doing a backflip off the rope, but then fall hitting his heels on the mat, falling to his butt, and getting right up, running, jumping right back and running at him with a knee in the corner. Yeah, dude. I've, like, seen, I've seen him at at, at uh, PWG several times. Me too. The a guy's a monster. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. He suplexes like crazy. He's look mad at his, strong. Look at his match with Adam Cole in PWG. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I you, if, you wanna, if you want to put him over immediately, you have him just completely just keep squashing people. And then one episode of NXT, uh, uh, Paul Heyman shows up and is like, like points at him and then just bring him up to the main roster and make up a Paul Heyman guy. Yeah. If you want to get him over right away, just do that. Wow. All right. Let, let's, uh, let's, uh, 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 let's, let's play a couple cash and stand this out. Okay. Cause okay. we got a couple the, there, these ones, we, we got some ones worth hearing. And also, uh, by the way, I remembered who I was saying the timing was right. Balor. When right. Balor won the universal title, it was like, he's hot right now. He's coming up. That's a great time of pouncing. He got injured. That's why I forgot about it. Right. But that was an example. I was like, yes, do this right. And a lot of these NXT talents are fucking fire. So these guys got to come up and be pushed to the mood. And that's why I'm saying get rid of Apollo Crews. Yeah. Don't put these guys behind these guys. Fucking shed the jabrones. Right? We're at a time now where yeah, we're shed good... the jabronis. Yes. Shed the jabronis. Trim the fat. I could, I mean, Mojo you guys, I could, I could get rid of half of this roster. I mean, it sucks because you're like, these, it's. I like wrestlers it's... having job security. Move them right? to main event then. Right. Move them to main event. Have them wrestle before SmackDown. Put it up on Saturday. They still have jobs. Back down to NXT. Yeah. Have them switch gimmicks. Go to NXT. You know, have Mojo find a new character. Go to NXT, Chris, right? Yeah. Have Apollo Crews go down there. Why Why are all these... Why are any of these guys... This is what I was thinking about the other day. God, all I think about is wrestling. It's disgusting. But <laughs> I'm saying... The other day I was thinking, I'm walking my dog, and I'm like, there's no Vader... Type wrestler, right. none of these fucking jabronis who got no charisma will th are willing to throw on a mask and just be scary. Right, we can't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. can't. Right? They had it a little with the Bludgeon Brothers there for a second. Those those old yeah. school gimmicks. I mean, I know they didn't have masks or anything. Well, they did a little did, bit yeah. on the entrance. I mean, but they're trying. It's just it's yeah. hard nowadays to do anything that's you know feels like that golden era time. Right. I know, but I think I think you can do it. I think I think you could find a way. To, to, to find some kind of like brooding character. Alistair Black is the best example of the hybrid that yeah. works where it's like, it's still like a care. It's like a, it's like takerish. It, it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's cause it goes back to like, what are we watching? Like what is this company that puts on these fights and who are these people that are fighting? Like the Alistair Black is 
yeah, the closest thing to being like, he's a plumber. <laughs> you know? Sure. You know? He's a man. That was Stephen Regal's entrance music when his gimmick yeah. was the the real, the real man's man. man. What? That's a great gimmick. Come yeah. on. He's a man. He like, chopping uh, wood. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I mean, that'd be great. Apparently, he says he can't remember that time in his life. Really? Oh, yeah. from, from just being on pills or whatever? Yeah, being wow. so fucked up. That's great. I don't, All right. I don't we got to cash in. All right. Anyway. What's up, guys? This is Alex, the Great Kasu, cashing in. I uh, really just had a question for you guys, mainly. Um, in two weeks' time, me and fellow Draboniac, Jaffe H, on the Facebook group, talk about wrestling four in the morning under his eye, um, are getting married, and we are coming out to wrestling theme songs. Uh, we've been kicking around a few ideas uh, for the entrances for our uh, bridal parties as well as for ourselves and wanted to get your opinions as to which ones would bring the house down more uh, We don't have too many wrestling fans in attendance So we're looking for a little more mainstream something that's going to get everyone pumped and ready to go uh, right, you know. I think we're leaning towards some glass glass breaking yeah. stone cold entrance uh, We want to I'm trying to convince uh, My fiance that maybe something like the DX intro for the bridal parties um, basically, we have three pairs. We're looking for four songs in total. Uh, see what you guys think. Thanks. Kisses. Yeah, I mean, oh, well, kisses is fine, but I not assume, a cheers up. Yeah, not a cheers up. I assume the check is in the mail, by the way. Uh, uh, for what? We're doing this work. We're doing like basically oh, like wedding planning. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Wait, well, the check is on the Patreon. Check out patreon.com slash Kameez Wrestling. We will event plan for Cash. Yeah. So you uh, hit us up on Patreon. Just write me a little message. We're looking for uh, some event planning. We'll make a new tier for that. All right, look, <laughs> dude, let me tell you something. My wife said no for to me to come out to one song, and this, I said I would like to come out to this. Uh, I didn't push it, to be honest. If I pushed it really hard, she might say yes. I don't know. Uh, but I understood. But obviously, the only, right. to me, the, the song to come out to for the man, well, if it's a traditional cisgendered heterosexual marriage, right. the man would come out to... You come out to Austin. You come out. You, the right. glass breaks. That's what I wanted. I just wanted pop, 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 pop. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's the older version, but I always like that one kind of the disturbed one. But uh, probably the classic. That's what I think of the guy. Uh, you guys, we'll go around and say what, what do you think about. It. What do you What do you think for the traditional groom? Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold is the is the top. I mean, but we should give you know. Um Maybe Ultimate Warrior. Well, he was leaning towards it. Yeah, I mean, Ultimate Warrior it I, requires be. an act out. The music isn't yeah. iconic enough. That My vote is for uh, Gold Dust for the men. That's what I'd go with. Shattered Dreams? What about yeah. Goldberg? Uh, that's all. Yeah. No. Oh, you know. Bum, bum. Only if he was a big WCW you can't mark. Kiss but him I, but think about this. Think about when wrestling, like, uh, you know, when it was a part of pop culture, which was basically the Attitude Era. Yeah. So you got to think about kind of those things so people would smile. I mean, now, like, John Cena's music is played on Boost Mobile wireless commercials. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? So so that's kind of a, but but I mean, that's yeah. not, there's yeah, nothing cool what, about that. This song, I play this song when my mother-in-law comes down to the aisle. <laughs> Dan Hack. Wow. But, um, 
Oh, the demon mother-in-law classic. <laughs> starring, <laughs> starring Jane Fonda and uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, no, for, yeah. me, for me, it's it's Austin music. You won't right. regret coming down. The glass hitting is the best way for the man. For or, the, here or comes some money. Uh, yeah, that'd yeah. be a good one. Well, truthfully, they're all good for coming yeah, down. Or too. Sexy Boy, Shawn Michaels. There you oh, go. for yeah. the groom. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, Ah, oh, Sean, I think I'm cute. Damn, damn, damn. I know I'm sexy. Damn, damn, oh, no, well, you guys know our version. Is uh, I goes, I think I'm sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm cute. <laughs> uh, I think it was the other way around. It was I know I think I'm was, sexy. I know I'm cute. I know I I know I'm cute. I think I'm sexy. <laughs> I know I'm cute. I think I'm sexy. Cause like, look, I know I'm a cute guy. Yeah. I know I'm cute. Girls tell me I'm cute, but I I think I'm sexy. I'm, I don't know. I know I think I'm sexy. <laughs> a little insecure about the big title of sexy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm sexy. What is it about me? You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that lyric, maybe you write that down. Sometimes you think about lyrics, you write that, okay, for the song, okay, I think I'm I know I'm cute. Jimmy Johnson's like, all right, I think I'm cute. I think I'm cute. Okay. <laughs> but I, I know I'm sexy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I love that. What one song for, we all agree, Austin, for the men, uh, the nose for like shattered dreams, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and he wants to drip gold. So what, what, what for the women? Becky's isn't bad. Whoa! Yeah. But they're thinking old school, right? Okay, okay. Now, he right, right, said right. that. Like, yeah, I think he, he wants some recognition from. Prob- my guess is, if he's getting married, this is probably close to the millennial uh, age range. So it's a lot. Of, probably attitude era is what they're going to recognize. You know, you yeah. come out the sable. I was no just no one about, would recognize. No one would recognize no. any of their I music. The, I think the woman should come out to a dude song. Also, probably. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that time, like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. I was like, did China have music? No. I mean, you yes, know. but who the fuck knows? Right. Uh, I know China's song was. It was. Don't treat me like a woman. Is that what it was? <laughs> Don't treat me like a man. Don't treat me like you know me. Just. Uh, uh, I can't play music. All right. Anyway, how do we? We can, we can let my computer right. If I all right. Well, anyway, fuck it. This fucking nose from hockey. All right. What what? Uh, uh, don't treat me like a woman. For the women. Wait. What would you do for, for? No, for no, the, no. For, for a traditional for, for, bride. Yeah, yeah, bride. We gotta give him an answer. Yeah. Um. Undertaker. Yeah. I mean, I like that. I feel like Mach. Is but you can't do you can't do much because it's the graduation song, right? Oh, right yeah. Or is that Ric Flair? One of them is just no, pop and that's macho man. Oh, it's pop and circumstance. That's macho man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Bird. I think Rollins' song is killer. If it just goes like, burn it down. but no, not everyone's gonna scream. That's burn it down. the hard part. By the way, London this week they fucking. Everyone said burn it down. It yeah. was awesome. Uh, the hard part about planning this is that he yeah. said like it's not a, not going to be a lot of marks there, and so you're like that automatically reduces. And if you're looking for recognition, the list of songs down to like three. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to even get to four songs that people are going to recognize. Maybe Hulk Hogan. I'm maybe, a real American. Yeah. You can come out to uh, yeah that that could be cool. But it's now Hogan's Hogan's, Hogan's thing. Yeah, and you know a what, real you know American what, uh, is a little what, like you yes. know what Dan Hack would choose for the female. Uh, uh, that's what I hear when I'm thinking of Bailey's ass. Dan, ha- Dan Hack would choose Dan Hack would choose Vince McMahon because he's the boss. No uh, chance. Oh, that yeah. no, no chance, chance is a great song. That uh, is that is when that song hits, it's the best. Uh, I'd say Austin for the guy, maybe DX for the girl. Yeah, she D- could come he out said like, DX. Oh. Yeah, go DX. How about everybody comes out to Austin's song? 
Austin and Austin's DX. Austin's four, four times in a row. Yeah. I, I'll think more about this, but I think Austin DX. And honestly, what a great cash in. It's a great cash in. I also think we could take it to the page. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. That's a great call, Skylar. This is, this is, this, I mean, this is why they put oh. you in the movies. The, what, what? The, br- the, the, the groom could come out to Valvinus's. I almost <laughs> made that joke, oh, by well, the way. Hello, ladies. By the way, I watched the Valvinus. Did I say this on the podcast recently? That I watched the Valvinus vignette? Yeah. Recently. I was watching an old Raw, and there was a, it was a, a Valvinus. Uh, like, I'm coming, you know, and it yeah. literally said, I'm coming. And it was him just watching. It's him in his bed. And he's, right? wa- yeah. and he's watching his own porn. Yeah. <laughs> and this is fucking awesome. I love this. I mean, not that I we got to do that, but I love a wrestler being like, I'm coming. And like, here's my deal. I watch porn. <sighs> oh, yeah. I'm so good. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just watching it. It's just the, it's not the finished product. Yeah. It's just like the daily. So he's going to give notes back to the, you know. Right, right. You know, <laughs> all right. You know what I think is a great song? The triple the, the motorhead time to play the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Time to play the game. And then everybody comes walking. Yeah. It's all about the game. <laughs> and I have played. It's all about the game. And if you can control it. All right. Anyway. All right. Cool. Let's get another uh, another cash in quick. Uh, what's up? It's Jacob Levitt, the Semitic superstar. Uh, just cashing in on something that went down on Crown Jewel. Uh, a lot of people have been, you know, telling me that they're pretty mad about the whole Brock winning the Universal Title thing because it's going to mean that we're going to have you know, an absent champion on Raw once again. And I'm, I'm just so glad that Braun didn't win because, uh, you know, I mean, if he had won and he had gone on this monster title reign, it would have been forever tainted by the fact that he won at this event. Like, I think that uh, keeping Braun, like, free of the controversy of Crown Jewel, like, or keeping him as free as possible from it was, was a really, uh, it, it was a good choice. Uh, and I think that, like, in the future, when we're looking at this title reign, we're never going to have to think about Crown Jewel again. Like when he does win the title, like we're never we're never going to have to look back and like kind of regret that it was in some way associated with this pay per view. I, I think that even though it's going to kind of sting in the short term, it's gonna it's going to be a great choice. Cheers for up, cheers up, in cheers the up. Run, and I, just yeah. think I mean, kind of like, reiterating what we said. Uh, right. Right. It's, it's, it's nice to hear from sure. Hard agree. Nice to hear from the Jabroni Nation. Hard. Not a cheers no up cheers at the end, up, though. No which, cheers which up, though. Pretty, that's me. pretty unprofessional. Frankly, I found that uh, unprofessional with no cheers up there. Yeah. All right, we got we all right, we got one more cash in someone who's on the Jericho cruise. We want to hear from him? You sure? Oh, <laughs> boy, there, Cow Nation. It is John Mack Schnur, J.M.S., a.k.a. Mr. New York Lottery, a.k.a. the Loudmouth Leo Larynx of the Legendary Fighting Federation. And I'm here to give you my cruise of Jericho Rundown. Now, let me tell you guys, it was a fantastic experience. Being one of the sponsors on the cruise, I had the preview to a a lot of things happening backstage. I was eating with a lot of the talent. I got legitimate heat from the Young Bucks and Cody one night. That was a little fun thing because apparently... Not saying hi and bye to everyone, even though we're not in the locker room, can be considered disrespectful. But apparently I remedied that situation because I saw Cody at the airport and he had no idea what I was talking about when I went up to apologize to him. Uh, Overall, the cruise was insane. Uh, The amount of talent on that ship, the matches that were there, incredible. Uh, It was the first of its kind. It's definitely not going to be the last. There is going to be another one next year, and I think all of us as you know, the herd here needs to get on that ship. Dan, especially you, man, there's tons of podcasts, 
stand-ups. I think with this wrestling stand-up, you know, you can take it onto the cruise and sail away, man. <laughs> so I would love to see the whole Cal Nation sailing away next year. All right. Yeah, listen, cheers up. I will say, hey, if I could do stand-up on that cruise, that'd be great. If anyone has any way to, for that to happen, that'd be dope. I'm doing uh, Dolph Ziggler and Friends uh, November 15th at the Comedy Store here in L.A., Survivor Series weekend. And, hey, uh, 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 maybe somebody from the cruise will, will, will stake me out there. Yeah, uh, I think you should. I hope that happens. You're not going to catch me dead on that cruise. Uh, I, uh, I think that... I get where you're coming from. When I went to bon when I went to Burning Man, you come back, you think everybody should go to Burning Man. You get back from Jericho Cruise, you think everybody should go to Jericho Cruise. Uh, and also, if you got heat from not saying goodbye and hello, uh, like I would like to hear more about that because like fuck off, like fuck off. If you if if I don't say hi or bye to you, you get mad. I don't think so. Not interested. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that, like, weird traditions and stuff in wrestling. It's like, you know, like, I was training a little bit at, at, at a place, and Brian Kendrick would come in, and, like, he would shake everybody's hand, and it's all about, like, not stepping on the mat. There's all these traditions of prof professional wrestling, which I understand I'm not shitting on, but right. I also have this part of me that's like, those rules lead to a lot of, like, weird, um, fratty, right. uh, uh, Constructs, yeah. Right, constructs that I think affects. So I talked about this a little bit on, I want to plug this podcast I was on this week. I was on the KFAB podcast oh, nice. with Sarah and Katie, who helped us out with the top secret video, which we'll talk about next week. But the top secret video that's coming out, they helped me out with that. I was on their podcast. Check it out. It's called KFAB. They focus on the fashion of wrestling. They told me to choose a wrestler. We're going to focus on the fashion of it. And we I chose Ultimate Warrior, and we talked about him. And, and we got it to kind of like, they were asking me how I, how I rectified problematic opinions of professional wrestlers in their lives and still liking wrestling. And you can hear my answer in there. I'm not going to go into it here because it's not fun and I want to have fun. Yeah. But yeah, uh, cool. Hey, I would love to do stand-up on the Jericho show. If anyone could get stand-up to them, hey, take my stand-up clips, my wrestling clips, start adding them, you know, and yeah. uh, and let's uh, let's get that going. I mean, that'd be awesome. If I can get in with them, that'd be very cool. Yeah. I love those guys as performers and that'd be cool. Um, and uh, I already told them so that Rollins saw my stand-up, right? I told you that? Yes. But yeah. he didn't say anything. No. I know he liked it, but I got no word from Rollins. All right, I'm still waiting. Hey, Seth. This, you, get no, you get no more jokes. No more Seth Rollins jokes until you give me my due, okay? Right now, I'm taking my Seth Rollins jokes and I'm... Okay, we got to get out of here, everybody. Thanks for getting your cash-ins in. And then, uh, and then oh, wait, what's happening here? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. He's torturing a cat. Oh my God! What is this? It's, I can't control it. It's... What? No, unplug it. Just unplug it. Sit here. I'll I, unplug it. I, I did. Oh my God! It's still playing. It, it's still going. What the fuck? This is ridiculous. Wow, I don't. I mean, that was a cash in. I imagine some kind of message to you, Newman, about you being a cat. There's a lot of rumors going around that you are a cat. Uh, I think Jason Shapiro should. Um, I think maybe it's Shapiro. Shapiro, 
should re-enroll in UCB. It seems like he's lost a couple steps. Um, <laughs> and he's a teacher. This is he's a teacher there, which I find appalling. Yeah, I just tracked. We just tracked the IP here in Nosh, right? This did come from Jason Shapiro, right? The IP uh, address here. Yeah, it looks like it. This uh, does say Jason Shapiro, right? I there. know he thinks this is a heighten. This is not a heighten. Go back to school, Shapiro. Go back to school. Okay. Anyway, guys, look, sorry to end it on a downer here, but this is the end of the Comedian Jurassic Podcast for this week. Thanks for listening. Guys, remember, go on patreon.com slash comedians wrestling if you want more of this, right? Help support this show. We're growing the show. We want to invest in the show. We got all kinds of ideas. But look, again, we're not asking for handouts. We're giving stuff away, right? We've unlocked the merch. The new cow merch is coming out. We've unlocked we've unlocked the schedule. We're only 15 patrons away from the 9 to 5, 8 hour episode. And also on there right now, you can get a new movie dissection episode of the movie The Rundown mm-hmm. starring The Rock from 2003. You can see how many moves we gave that uh, uh, that movie. Check that out on there. And uh, hey, what Newman, anything you want to plug? Uh... No, you know what? I wish I did. I don't. I don't want you to follow me on Twitter. Uh, Skyler, any any last plug? Newman has no, no nothing. I got Crazy X coming out. I think my first episode debuts in uh, December, and then they're going to do a Christmas break, a little mid-season break, and then I'll be on for the back back uh, ten. That's awesome, and nice. we're going to hear you sing on there, right? Yeah, I, I just came from the recording studio oh, today. Yeah. Unbelievable! This guy's wearing cans all day. It's up to this guy. Yeah, I got cans up to the ears. Up to the cans up that wazoo. With that joke, let's see what that was. Half a moo. Oh, half man. a moo. Everything's getting half a moo. This is unbelievable. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you dig the stand-up, share it. Hey, at Cody. Maybe at Cody on it. Maybe at Nick Jackson. Maybe at Nat, Matt Jackson. I mean, uh, 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 Skyler, he knows these guys. Maybe we got to ins- the mole. Maybe the yeah. mole's looking to, look to get us in the mix. Let's get on that Jerry Cruz. Next year, I want to be doing stand-up. Listen, I'll say this right now. Next year, I will be doing stand-up on that Jerry Cruz, yeah. whether I'm booked or not. <laughs> okay? I'll bring my own fucking bag. Yeah. You heard it here first on the Lido deck, damn black, whether you like it or not, doing stand-up. That's right, guys. And if you don't like it, you can throw me overboard, baby. Hey, everybody. What do you want to say? I'm saying that I'm about to text Matt Jackson. Uh, well, soon, soon, cl- but not right now. Maybe we'll do it closer to the second yeah. year of it. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. look, guys, it's confirmed. Matt Jackson, okay, that's one of the young bucks. Okay, that's the young buck that looks more like a Matt. And that's based on Hardy's. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's how I do it. He's more of the bat, right? Yeah. And Nick looks more like the Jeff. The Jeff Would that yeah. be fair to yeah, say? Absolutely. And I think that's kind of how their dynamic is in the in the who's driving the car a little bit. Yeah. Fun fact about the Young Bucks is that they're actually named the other way around, but they changed it because of the Hardys. That's so. Anyway, funny. that's not that's not true. <laughs> anyway, hey everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kissing. <laughs> This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.